document that was found in Hakumba, California. It's written in Chinese. If you go on the back, though, this is what really gets me. It actually has the organization that created this document directly from Alotrolado and the American Bar Association. These guys are directly aiding and abetting. Tensions are high as a wide-open border floods Texas cities with military-aged males, criminals, and potential terrorists that has citizens on edge. Courtney Hacking keeps a shrine in her Nevada home to her husband Peter, her four-year-old daughter Ellie, and her two-year-old son Grayson. Their car was struck head-on, killing all three. He was here illegally, he drove illegally, he was working illegally, and he killed three innocent people. Uh, Francisco Oropesa, 38-year-old Mexican national who has allegedly killed five of his former Texas neighbors. He apparently was out shooting a weapon, uh, being very loud and belligerent, apparently drinking. The neighbors went outside and asked him to stop shooting that weapon. He then in turn took his AR-15 and allegedly slaughtered a family of five, including a nine-year-old boy. My newly 20-year-old 20, 20 daughter, Kayla Hamilton, was murdered in her own room and left on the floor like trash. Kayla's murderer was apprehended by Border Patrol crossing illegally into the U.S. at the southwest border in Rio Grande City, Texas. He was a 16-year-old known gang member affiliated with MS-13 in El Salvador. As the Biden administration demands, the United Nations NGO Soros-engineered invasion continue at all costs. 500 million in investment, he says, to uh, invest in startups, established companies, social impact initiatives, and businesses started by migrants and refugees. What about all the people in in this country that could really use that help themselves yeah. to get a leg up. Yes. You know, charity begins at home. Have you done everything you can do with executive authority? Or is there more you could do? Not all I can do. He immediately halted construction of the border wall. He reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And he ended the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. And that took the lowest rate of illegal immigration and it caused it to explode. We now have the highest rate in history. 9.6 million illegal immigrants have come into this country. And Joe Biden wants it. It's deliberate. He could fix it tomorrow. Okay, we've had a problem here. Responding to a tweet spotlighting the heavily armed states backing Texas in its standoff with the Biden administration, rather than at the very least calm the fears of his constituents, Texas Democrat State Representative Gene Wu suggested the proper response to those backing Texas would be for the U.S. military to drop bombs on these Americans with drone-fired Hellfire missiles. The audacity of the statement of naked, psychopathic democide was met with, as expected, enraged tweets. However, Wu continued to double down on his stance that the American people that he represents are the enemy. Never, ever in my three-plus decades ever heard anyone accuse parents of murdered children of being partisan one way or the other. State Representative Gene Wu has been accusing Crime Stoppers of being partisan for calling out judges who grant multiple felony bonds to repeat violent offenders. In a tweet, Khan invited Wu to a POMC meeting. Mr. Wu declined said, I don't go to Republican uh, organization events. And uh, when I woke up on Saturday and I saw that, that, that hurt me because um, this is not a partisan group. For the life of me, I cannot figure out why 
a state representative would come to the ill-advised conclusion that POMC meetings at Crime Stoppers are partisan. That's about as far-fetched as you can get. The madness to destroy the United States from within is completely off the rails in 2024. As disturbing video from Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport shows a group of migrants tucked away in a hidden room guarded by a U.S. service member. Yeah, so these are just uh, recently documented travelers getting released from ICE, getting to where they need to be. Apparently, the U.S. military is aiding and abetting the collapse of the United States. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water of the blood of patriots. If you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. America is in free fall. And no one is manning the controls. The point of no return may already be. It long. doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, February 2nd, 2024, and we are 277 days away from the 2024 election. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm your host, Owen Troyer, with, with you for the next three hours. We're going to be joined from the border by our crew, where there were, were already some big breaking news developments earlier today on the Alex Jones show with our team down there. But there's another angle. There's another angle, which is, yes, we know that the FBI loves to use the white supremacist terror attack as their big false flag potential. And really, it's just at this point all about 
conservatives or Trump supporters. And so that's always a card they have in their deck. January, January 6th was their big play of that card. And then they released PBS documentaries admitting the whole thing was basically a sham. And now with the pipe bomber story and, and, and other developments, we now know it was indeed a federal entrapment scheme. But that's what they do. Perhaps that was their most advanced, but they did the same thing in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case. And there are other examples as well. So they always have that in their card, but in their, in their deck of cards. But our crew goes down to the border and we're going to be getting an update from them in an hour. And they learn that, oh, the FBI is telling Border Patrol they're anticipating a white supremacist attack which, of course, is just completely ludicrous. The Border Patrol aren't stupid, and they're not playing these games, and they're not, I mean, they're probably one of the few federal institutions of law enforcement that isn't completely corrupted by the radical left. Now, operationally, procedurally, yeah, they might be the most corrupted, up there with the FBI even. But they see that garbage, and they just know it's complete garbage, and so they discount it. But okay, that's always a card they play, but what's the real agenda? Do they want a false flag at the border? Well, maybe. We saw the Democrats because they always tee themselves up. So whenever you see the Democrats teeing something up for themselves, you know that they're about to take a swing. For the same reason why Governor Kathy Hochul signed the law that said, oh, you can sue someone for rape 100 years after it happened, and you don't need evidence or witnesses or anything. And then, oh, here comes Eugene Carroll with Donald Trump. So whenever they tee themselves up, they're about to swing the bat. So when the Democrats come out and say, we want to make militias illegal, which is also militia, it's mentioned in the Second Amendment, so it, you could say it's a birthright that we can form militias. It's part of our Bill of Rights. And the Democrats made the announcement that they want to end militias and make militias illegal. Okay, so well then, if that's them teeing something up, what's the swing? Well, the swing would be running these federal entrapment groups with these either border convoys or, or other individuals that are going down to the border and then trying to set them up to either do something violent or illegal and then saying, see, we have to get rid of militia, militias and it's just another federal entrapment scheme. But that's probably far-fetched at this point. I think it's going to be a lot harder to, I mean, there's always going to be people that aren't the brightest and maybe more susceptible to falling into these entrapment schemes. And, and there is, there is a type that they go after the lonely, the downtrodden, sometimes the mentally ill. So it's not like they, they don't still have a pool of people to choose from, but most Americans are now very aware. Most Trump supporters are very aware now of the FBI and government tactics to entrap us. So they're much more observant. They're much more keen to this threat, and that makes it a lot harder to pull off. So, yes, the Democrats would love to tee themselves up to ban militias and then have an FBI entrapment scheme with some militia that goes down to the border and engages in violent or illegal activity and then say, see, okay, now we have to get rid of militias. But that's that's kind of them swinging for the fences, and, and it's likely they're going to swing and miss. So what I think is actually going on now, and I'm going to talk to the crew about this when they join us 
with their intel at four. But what I think is going on is they're using this as their excuse to move all the illegal immigrants out of Eagle Pass. They know the media is coming. They know this trucker convoy, border convoy, patriot convoy, MAGA convoy, whatever you want to call it, America first convoy. They know it's coming. They know the cameras are coming. They know politicians are coming. And so they don't want the optics of all the illegal immigrants hanging around and all the illegal immigrants being sheltered and and fed and clothed while the media is down there because that gives them the story, that gives them the optics, and they don't want that. So what I believe is that's that's kind of their that's kind of their sack fly if if that's what they're doing. If they're swinging for the fences, yeah, they'd, they'd love to entrap one of these groups going down there into something violent, into something illegal, so that the Democrats can ban militias like they said they wanted to do earlier this week. But if the ball can't leave the yard, then their sack fly is, well, we just moved 10,000 illegal immigrants out of Eagle Pass, and so now the media comes down there and they can't see all the illegal immigrants and we can just say, see, there aren't, there are no illegal immigrants here. There is no story here. And that's what they're doing by the way. And so we've got that footage and we're going to have the crew joining us, but that's the sack fly. So that, so the swinging for the fences is entrap individuals in a militia so they can ban militias and, and get rid of the second amendment. Practically speaking, they already have in many ways. But then the sack fly would be, okay, well, we were still able to move all the illegal immigrants out of here so the media can't see them and these convoys can't see them. And so, see, there's no story here. But but that's the great irony of the Biden administration. We play the videos all the time because they say the same thing all the time. The border is secure. They repeat ad nauseum, whether it's Mayorkas or Jean-Pierre, And what do they say? They say the border is secure. And then the media gets Joe Biden and they say, "Uh, Mr. Biden, what are you going to do to secure the border? And he says, I've done everything I can do. I need the power. I need the money. So wait, is the border secure? Have you secured the border or, or the border is not secure and it's Republicans fault and you need the power and the money to secure the border? Which one is it? Of course, we know what the real story is. It's neither. The story is Joe Biden and the Biden administration is facilitating the largest invasion in the history of the world at our southern border right now. That's the story. It's not about the border being secure or not. The border is now the point of entry for the largest document that was found in Hakumba, California. It's written in Chinese. If you go on the back, though, this is what really gets me. It actually has the organization that created this document directly from Alotrolado and the American Bar Association. These guys are directly aiding and abetting. Tensions are high as a wide-open border floods Texas cities with military-aged males, criminals, and potential terrorists that has citizens on edge. Courtney Hacking keeps a shrine in her Nevada home to her husband Peter, her four-year-old daughter, 
daughter Ellie and her two-year-old son Grayson. Their car was struck head-on, killing all three. He was here illegally, he drove illegally, he was working illegally, and he killed three innocent people. Uh, Francisco Oropesa, 38-year-old Mexican national who has allegedly killed five of his former Texas neighbors. He apparently was out shooting a weapon, uh, being very loud and belligerent, apparently drinking. The neighbors went outside and asked him to stop shooting that weapon. He then in turn took his AR-15 and allegedly slaughtered a family of five, including a nine-year-old boy. My newly 20-year-old 20, 20 daughter, Kayla Hamilton, was murdered in her own room and left on the floor like trash. Kayla's murderer was apprehended by Border Patrol crossing illegally into the U.S. at the southwest border in Rio Grande City, Texas. He was a 16-year-old known gang member affiliated with MS-13 in El Salvador. As the Biden administration demands, the United Nations NGO Soros-engineered invasion continue at all costs. 500 million in investment, he says, to uh, invest in startups, established companies, social impact initiatives, and businesses started by migrants and refugees. What about all the people in in this country that could really use that help themselves yeah. to get a leg up. Yes. You know, charity begins at home. Have you done everything you can do with executive authority? Or is there more you could do? Not all I can do. He immediately halted construction of the border wall. He reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And he ended the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. And that took the lowest rate of illegal immigration and it caused it to explode. We now have the highest rate in history. 9.6 million illegal immigrants have come into this country. And Joe Biden wants it. It's deliberate. He could fix it tomorrow. Okay, we've had a problem here. Responding to a tweet spotlighting the heavily armed states backing Texas in its standoff with the Biden administration, rather than at the very least calm the fears of his constituents, Texas Democrat State Representative Gene Wu suggested the proper response to those backing Texas would be for the U.S. military to drop bombs on these Americans with drone-fired Hellfire missiles. The audacity of the statement of naked, psychopathic democide was met with, as expected, enraged tweets. However, Wu continued to double down on his stance that the American people that he represents are the enemy. Never, ever in my three-plus decades ever heard anyone accuse parents of murdered children of being partisan one way or the other. State Representative Gene Wu has been accusing Crime Stoppers of being partisan for calling out judges who grant multiple felony bonds to repeat violent offenders. In a tweet, Khan invited Wu to a POMC meeting. Mr. Wu declined said, I don't go to Republican uh, organization events. And uh, when I woke up on Saturday and I saw that, that, that hurt me because um, this is not a partisan group. For the life of me, I cannot figure out why a state representative would come to the ill-advised conclusion that POMC meetings at Crime Stoppers are partisan. That's about as far-fetched as you can get. The madness to destroy the United States from within is completely off the rails in 2024. As disturbing video from Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport shows a group of migrants tucked away in a hidden room 
guarded by a U.S. service member. Yeah, so these are just uh, do- recently documented travelers getting released from ICE, getting to where they need to be. Apparently, the U.S. military is aiding and abetting the collapse of the United States. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water of the blood of patriots. If you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. America is in freefall, and no one is manning the controls. The point of no return may already be... It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I'll almost forgot it's 40 percent off so get your nitric boost now for 40 percent off while it's still in stock and discounted at infowarstore.com you owe yourself a favor go research nitric boost and then get it it funds the infowar does incredible things for your body nitric boost 40 percent off infowar store There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, February 2nd, 2024, and we are 277 days away from the 2024 election. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm your host, Owen Troyer, with, with you for the next three hours. We're going to be joined from the border by our crew, where there were, were already some big breaking news developments earlier today on the Alex Jones show with our team down there. But there's another angle. There's another angle, which is, yes, we know that the FBI loves to use the white supremacist terror attack as their big false flag potential. And really, it's just at this point all about conservatives or Trump supporters. And so that's always a card they have in their deck. January January 6th was their big play of that card. And then they released PBS documentaries admitting the whole thing was basically a sham. And now with the pipe bomber story and, and, and other developments, we now know it was indeed a federal entrapment scheme. But that's what they do. Perhaps that was their most advanced, but they did the same thing in the 
Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case. And there are other examples as well. So they always have that in their card, but in their, in their deck of cards. But our crew goes down to the border and we're going to be getting an update from them in an hour. And they learn that, oh, the FBI is telling Border Patrol they're anticipating a white supremacist attack, which, of course, is just completely ludicrous. The Border Patrol aren't stupid, and they're not playing these games, and they're not – I mean, they're probably one of the few federal institutions of law enforcement that isn't completely corrupted by the radical left. Now, operationally, procedurally, yeah, they might be the most corrupted up there with the FBI even. But they see that garbage and they just know it's complete garbage. And so they discount it. But okay, that's always a card they play. But what's the real agenda? Do they want a false flag at the border? Well, maybe. We saw the Democrats because they always tee themselves up. So whenever you see the Democrats teeing something up for themselves, you know that they're about to take a swing. For the same reason why Governor Kathy Hochul signed the law that said, oh, you can sue someone for rape 100 years after it happened and you don't need evidence or witnesses or anything. And then, oh, here comes Eugene Carroll with Donald Trump. So whenever they tee themselves up, they're about to swing the bat. So when the Democrats come out and say, we want to make militias illegal, which is also militia, it's mentioned in the Second Amendment, so you could say it's a birthright that we can form militias. It's part of our Bill of Rights. And the Democrats made the announcement that they want to end militias and make militias illegal. Okay, so, well, then, if that's them teeing something up, what's the swing? Well, the swing would be running these federal entrapment groups with these either border convoys or or other individuals that are going down to the border and then trying to set them up to either do something violent or illegal and then saying, see, we have to get rid of militia, militias, and it's just another federal entrapment scheme. But that's probably far-fetched at this point. I think it's going to be a lot harder to, I mean, there's always going to be people that aren't the brightest and maybe more susceptible to falling into these entrapment schemes. And, and there is there is a type that they go after, the lonely, the downtrodden, sometimes the mentally ill. So it's not like they they don't still have a pool of people to choose from. But most Americans are now very aware. Most Trump supporters are very aware now of the FBI and government tactics to entrap us. So they're much more observant. They're much more keen to this threat. And that makes it a lot harder to pull off. So, yes, the Democrats would love to tee themselves up to ban militias. And then have an FBI entrapment scheme with some militia that goes down to the border and engages in violent or illegal activity and then say, see, okay, now we have to get rid of militias. But that's that's kind of them swinging for the fences. And and it's likely they're going to swing and miss. So what I think is actually going on now, and I'm going to talk to the crew about this when they join us with their intel at 4 But what I think is going on is they're using this as their excuse to move all the illegal immigrants out of Eagle Pass. They know the media is coming. They know this trucker convoy, border convoy, patriot convoy, MAGA convoy, whatever you want to call it, America first convoy. They know it's coming. They know the cameras are coming. 
They know politicians are coming. And so they don't want the optics of all the illegal immigrants hanging around and all the illegal immigrants being sheltered and, and fed and clothed while the media is down there because that gives them the story, that gives them the optics, and they don't want that. So what I believe is that's that's kind of their that's kind of their sack fly if if that's what they're doing if they're swinging for the fences yeah they'd they'd love to entrap one of these groups going down there into something violent into something illegal so that the democrats can ban militias like they said they wanted to do earlier this week but if the ball can't leave the yard then their sack fly is well, we just moved 10,000 illegal immigrants out of Eagle Pass. And so now the media comes down there and they can't see all the illegal immigrants. And we can just say, see, there are there are no illegal immigrants here. There is no story here. And that's what they're doing, by the way. And so we've got that footage. And we're going to have the crew joining us. But that's the sack fly. So the, so the swinging for the fences is entrapped individuals in a militia so they can ban militias and and get rid of the second amendment practically speaking they already have in many ways but then the sack fly would be okay well we were still able to move all the illegal immigrants out of here so the media can't see them and these convoys can't see them and so see there's no story here but but that's the great irony of the Biden administration We play the videos all the time because they say the same thing all the time. The border is secure. They repeat ad nauseum, whether it's Mayorkas or Jean-Pierre. And what do they say? They say the border is secure. And then the media gets Joe Biden and they say, uh, Mr. Biden, what are you going to do to secure the border? And he says, I've done everything I can do. I need the power. I need the money. So wait, is the border secure? Have you secured the border or or the border is not secure and it's Republicans' fault and you need the power and the money to secure the border? Which one is it? Well, of course, we know what the real story is. It's neither. The story is Joe Biden and the Biden administration is facilitating the largest invasion in the history of the world at our southern border right now. That's the story. It's not about the border being secure or not. The border is now the point of entry for the largest invasion in the history, in the known history of humanity on this planet. It's Biden's Borderosa. So, oh, the border secure to, oh, I, I, the Republicans won't secure the border. And now they say, well, it's not our fault. It's Trump's fault. And the border's been broken. But it's also really secure. So the border is broken and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm Joe Biden. I need the power. I need the money to the border is secure. Stop talking about it. It's a Republican talking point. Well, now they just play their hand. And they say, oh, the white supremacists are coming and they're going to move all the illegal immigrants, all the invaders out of Eagle Pass. So when the media is there with the cameras they can say, see, there are no illegal immigrants here. It's just a right-wing talking point. So that's what you have going on at the southern border. But we're going to get more into that later. 
we've got a bunch of other news here when it comes to the 2024 election. Biden is on the campaign trail, ladies and gentlemen. Biden is on the campaign trail, and it's not going so well. What would you expect? See, it was a lot harder for the media, or or I should say it will be a lot harder for the media to cover up the unpopularity of Joe Biden in this election cycle. And it really makes you wonder. I guess if you look back to 2020, they really didn't start doing lockdowns and stuff for about another month. I think it was like March, I believe, in April, when they really started going heavy-handed with the lockdowns and the COVID protocols. So if you go by that timetable, they could still be planning some way to protect Joe Biden from getting exposed on the campaign trail. But if not, I don't know how they pull this off other than just not campaigning him and then saying he's busy as president. Forget about the fact he spends 30, 40% of his time as president on vacation. That won't matter. Because just the juxtaposition of what we see in Michigan when Donald Trump shows up in Michigan in his motorcade or Donald Trump goes to a restaurant in Michigan and the people are hooting and hollering like it's, a, you know, the Super Bowl's going on to the Biden team showing up. And it's like you can barely get, get any energy out of the crowd. And they have these uh, like cheerleaders. We'll play the clips when Biden goes to speak to the union workers and he has these cheerleaders, these women that are like trying to hype up the crowd. And they're like, yeah, get up, make some noise. It's like, you know, Trump doesn't need that. Biden obviously does. So the juxtaposition here is incredible. And we'll show you these video clips. Biden bizarrely tells auto workers, we don't taste that good before facing Gaza hecklers in Michigan. Oh, yeah. And there were the and there were the anti-genocide pro-Palestinian protesters outside the event. We'll show you that as well. In Michigan, auto workers offer to fight for Biden, but Gaza protesters want him out. I'm not so sure. Just because the union boss is telling the people, begging them even to vote for Joe Biden, I'm not sure it's going to work. And in his speech, you can tell it's desperate. And is anybody really buying that the economy is better under Joe Biden? I mean, does anybody really buy that? Don't believe your own life experience. Don't believe your own lying eyes. So let's start to get to some of this. Let's go first to clip eight. And and this is the union president uh, begging the union auto workers to vote for Joe Biden. A very simple choice for all of us in this election. You know what the hell is going to happen if this man's not president, because we've seen what happened. Labor went backwards. Working class people went backwards. The poor went backwards. Everybody suffered. Nobody actually. So this is our shot. This is our time. This is our mission from this day forward. We're going to fight like hell. Biden stands We're going to ensure that Joe Biden's the next president so the working class keeps moving forward. So with that, you know, Wall Street didn't build the middle class. Labor built the middle class. And the middle class built the country. Really? Really? And when labor does well, everybody does well. 
No, no, I'm not just saying it. That's what you know he's lying. Give people a shot. That's what you do. That's what you do. And besides, you built my 67 Corvette. (laughs) Was that the one with the illegal documents? So, you know, the thing about this, which is, which is actually really frustrating. You want to talk about the middle class. You want to talk about labor building the middle class. Okay. Well, where did all the production jobs go? Where did all the middle class jobs go? They went out of the inner cities and they went to China. They went to Asia. It's not some big secret. Everybody knows that. Some of these cities you can still drive around. Good examples might be Baltimore, Chicago, St. Louis. And they're trying to, they're, they're slowly but surely kind of covering it up and redoing these areas, but you can still see, oh, oh, there were huge manufacturing centers. There were big production plants. And they're just empty now. Yeah, those production centers, those assembly lines, they used to employ millions of Americans across this country. And then politicians like Joe Biden shipped those jobs overseas because their donor class can get cheaper labor over there. But we're fighting climate change, right? So why are we shipping all the production and manufacturing overseas? Well, because it's cheaper for the donor class in Wall Street. And so everything Joe Biden says there is is a is basically completely avoiding the topic altogether. But we'll get to the protesters here in a second. Now, here is, here is, let's just show you Trump when he shows up. Here's, here's what it's looked like when Trump shows up to Detroit in clip 11. So, massive crowds. Massive. Energy. So there's there's just there's just an idea, and then um, here here's Biden going to a restaurant. Tell me if you can know the difference. Here's so you just saw Trump arriving in Detroit with the motorcade, just miles of people lined up cheering him on. Here's Biden visiting a restaurant in Detroit in person in clip thirteen. So barely, just just basic restaurant noise. Nobody too excited about that. Most people are either disinterested, not interested, or they're disgusted by his presence. You can't blame them. So you see, you see the difference between Trump visiting. And between Biden visiting, and guys, give me um, let me. I'm looking for the clip where he's walking into the meeting. He's walking into the union meeting, and he has his little cheerleaders up there. 
You guys know which clip I'm talking about? It should have been it. What's that? Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll pull that up in a second. Yeah, it should have been in the same, um, the same thing I sent you from clip nine. And it's a video. Yeah, there it is. There it is, guys. Uh, so we can go to audio here too. Yeah, go ahead. Pledge of support. There's a reporter by this, so that's fine. We don't need the audio because there's a guy reporting. So as you can see, started from the top. I'm sorry. So watch this. He has his team of cheerleaders. He walks in. Notice there's a cheerleader in the front. Now there's a cheerleader in, in on the right. And then there's this other lady who comes in here in the red dress, and then she's the final cheerleader. And they have to say, get up. Make some noise. Come, look at how desperate she is. Look at <laughs> oh, Look at this. Guys, let's let's zoom in here. Let's do a slow down and a zoom in. So, okay, here's cheerleader one for Joe Biden at the union workers meeting, begging people to get up. There's cheerleader number two. Literally, like folks, I'm telling you, they're they're like, get up, get up, and they're doing the stand up. And then you have, and then you have, we're we're, we're doing a a an, a deep analysis here. Yeah, I don't know if that other guy is like, yeah, we don't like Joe Biden. And then here comes the final cheerleader. Get up. Look at how desperate she is. Do you see the desperation on that face? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Joe Biden has to have a team of people like cheerleaders. Like cheerleaders, Joe Biden has to have a team of people trying to get energy into the crowd. Donald Trump never has that problem. But it looks like some people are actually kind of ticked. Look at how desperate this woman is right here in the red. Please get up. Please cheer for Joe. Please show some enthusiasm. We need it badly. You ever seen something so pathetic? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to do too deep of a analysis on this, but it looks like some people are actually ticked. One guy says, hey, sit down. This other guy's like, what the hell? This other woman's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just getting out of here. So, but, but point being, look, even that one lady, it's, she's wearing a no war shirt. Like she's there to protest Joe. You see that one? See that woman sitting down? I think that says no war, does it not? So it's like she's there to protest Joe Biden. So this is the big Biden event, guys. This is your big Joe Biden event, and he has to have people lead him into the room, begging others to cheer and show some enthusiasm. Meanwhile, there's anti-Biden people also in the room. All right. Outside of that, here's some of the sights and sounds. Let's start with clip 10. That's not so good. Okay, um, mm. I think we've got more from the uh, anti-genocide protesters, the pro-Palestinian protesters outside the Biden rally. These are normally leftists, by the way, if not all leftists. These are all people on the left side of the aisle. I would, I would be confident in reporting to you that these are mostly left-leaning politically protesters. And it's probably the same protest groups that get out for Black Lives Matter and all the other stuff that, that are now getting out for pro-Palestinian protests. And so, yeah, we're, we're just rolling some of this B-roll. We've got it in clip six and other clips. And so that's fine. Uh, you get the point. There's a couple hundred of them. So Joe Biden shows up and there's more protesters than there are supporters. 
He has to have cheerleaders begging people inside the union workers rally to stand up and cheer and show enthusiasm because there is none. You have Biden protesters inside the meeting. You have some people that are saying, sit down and shut up. We don't even like Joe Biden here. He destroyed our economy. Yeah, you can tell. that's an, th- Those people are anti-Biden. And then on the outside, you have hundreds of Biden protesters because they're saying he has blood on his hands. Even though the Biden administration made a very anti-Israel statement today because of it. So that's interesting. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered. But the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Winter isn't coming, 
Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Give me liberty or give me death. This is The War Room. With Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, this is a rapidly developing situation that we have now. And some some breaking news has just been brought to me. Who is even making these calls? We don't know. Joe Biden, Lloyd Austin, Congress didn't vote. U.S. retaliates after deadly drone attack on Jordan base. U.S. launches retaliatory strikes on Iranian-linked militia targets in Iraq and Syria. U.S. hits Iranian proxies in Iraq and Syria in retaliation for deadly strikes. This is the military-industrial complex at work, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden floods the region. I mean, you could not say it's the region, but Ukraine. So Joe Biden floods Ukraine with billions of dollars and weapons with no oversight. Most of it gets lost. And all these proxy groups that that were getting funding and arms from the West, from the United States of America, were cut off during the Trump years. And now they're all armed again. Oh, well, isn't that nice? I wonder how that happened. A lot of those weapons, a lot of that money goes right into the war black market in the Middle East. And so now you've got the proxy groups again. And it'll come out, oh, these proxy groups somehow had U.S. weapons. And they'll scratch their head like, how could this be? It's the same old story. Just like when Obama was arming terrorists and got caught and they said, well, what did they call them? Something rebels, they had, a, they had a term for it. They, they, no, they, 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 they did think tanks. It was like conservative rebels or something like that. The Obama administration got caught funding and arming ISIS. And they said, oh, these are just conservative rebels. And, and so we are, they're the good guys. So see how this goes. Oh, look. The U.S. government, the military stood down. They didn't know that wasn't their drone. And then the drone kills U.S. service members and, and injures dozens. And now the Biden administration launched strikes on Syria and Iraq. These 
proxy groups that are somehow well-funded and well-armed again since Joe Biden took office and the military-industrial complex rolls on. Rolls on. So that's what this was really all about. They had to get, that's why it was so crazy. You say, what is going on with the hundreds of billions of dollars and all the weapons Joe Biden is sending to Ukraine? It wasn't about Ukraine. Ukraine is getting destroyed by the Russian army. They're not even getting most of these weapons or most of the funding. It's going into the Middle East. It's going into these proxy groups backed by the CIA and the U.S. government, just like it has been for my entire freaking life, except for four years under Trump. See, that's what's so crazy about it is who knows? It, it, it probably wasn't even like a big philosophical or intellectual thing for Donald Trump. He might not even have understood the situation that well. It's it's just basic common sense. He's saying, well, why would we continue to arm all the moderate rebels? That's what the Obama administration called them. You plug in Obama administration, moderate rebels. You'll find all this news about how they gave $500 million and all these weapons, and they got caught. It was ISIS, and they said, oh, but these are moderate rebels. So all Trump did was say, well, no. No more never-ending wars. No more sending all the weapons and all the money into these regions torn by war, we're cutting it off. And then all the CIA-backed, Mossad-backed proxy groups that, that live off U.S. money and weapons dried out. And then they were able to sign the Abraham Accord. And then as soon as Biden gets back in, they start flooding Ukraine with all these weapons and money, and then it gets right into these proxy groups, and now they have life again. And now here we go, more war in the Middle East. More war in the Middle East, and now the strikes begin. Now, as sick and twisted as this is, and this is dark, we can only hope that this is just the military-industrial complex working and there isn't something bigger at play here. Because, unfortunately, the the corrupt Washington, D.C., deep state and military-industrial complex has been destroying that region for decades. And we're lucky that that evil that our government is guilty of has not truly blown back in our face. Well, you might say, well, what about 9-11? Well, do you really believe that story, that fairy tale? Still, after everything you've witnessed? So the Biden regime is now launching missile strikes on two countries, Iraq and Syria, with the very proxy groups that are backed by our same military industrial complex and three letter agencies. Now, the Democrats realize that this is not very popular, but they have to do it. They're stockholders in the weapons manufacturing industry too. But they realize even more specifically that those protesters outside the Biden rally in Michigan, those are Democrats. Those are liberal voters. So they have to do something to appease the anti-Israel left. So that's why Joe Biden announced sanctions on Israel. President Biden sanctions West Bank settlers in a rebuke of Israeli violence. So you don't really see much of this in the American media. 
because the American media is very pro-Israel, no matter which way you turn. Now, some of the left-wing media will play both sides because they realize a lot of the left-wing voter base is anti-Israel. And it, and it's funny, they're vehemently anti-Israel, but then they will point the finger and call you an anti-Semite. So it's like the Republican Party is is the closest thing to the Zionists outside of Israel, and then it's the Democrat Party pointing at them saying, you're an anti-Semite, and it's just like, what? But that's all just the the, the small IQ political conversation that that goes on at the highest levels of political debate. It's all actually very low IQ. So Biden sanctions the West Bank settlers, and this is the Israeli Defense Forces. These are these are Jewish people from Israel, and they go into Pal- Palestinians' homes and their land, and they just take it all, and they just shuffle, shuffle them off, and they say, you're out, they're in, and that's if you're lucky. If you're not so lucky, they blow your house up or they shoot you dead. And that's all justified because of what happened on October 7th, another stand down. So see how that works? IDF stands down on October 7th. And then Israel moves into the West Bank and into Gaza, and everything they do is justified. A drone attack kills U.S. service members in Jordan, dozens other injured, and then the U.S. bombs Iraq and Syria, and it's all justified because of the attack. But they stood down. The U.S. defense stood down because they thought it was their own drone. So this is rapidly developing but the biden administration has been all over the map on this this is this is actually from their 2020 campaign they've now removed this from their 2020 campaign says that the biden campaign firmly rejects the bds movement which singles out israel home to millions of jews and too often veers into anti-semitism while letting palestinians off the hook for their choices Whoa. Do you think Joe Biden would say such a thing today? Do you think the Biden-Harris White House would say such a thing today? That it's the Palestinians' fault for what's happening to them? But see, at the time, the flavor was blame everything on anti-Semitism, say Trump is an anti-Semite. So that's why they said it then. It's all about which way the wind blows. It's all about the current political temperature. But this is a rapidly developing situation, and I hope it doesn't get worse, but there's some signs that it might. We'll talk about that on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. 
Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Infowars.com forward slash show. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. From, from, uh, uh, Char- excuse me, from Charlotte. One, another line going from in Florida down to Tampa. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him. The idea that um, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, 
uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons. One, to... We haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Uh, um, let me say it another way. But the nature, not a solid meeting with... Um, with uh, the, uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. The, um, so do you really think Joe Biden is making any of these decisions? The United States has just struck two countries today. Two countries, Iran and Syria, the Biden administration has launched strikes on. Do you really think Joe Biden is making those decisions? What about Lloyd Austin? He just who just hid in a hospital for two weeks and the media tried to cover it up and the White House tried to cover it up. Who's really making these decisions? Who's really making these calls? I think we have an idea with another news story that just broke yesterday, and we'll get that coming up. But, you know, maybe Joe Biden, I don't know if there's enough brain force and turbo force on the planet to fix Joe Biden. He's broke. His brain is broke. It's shot. And that's a problem. That's a problem. And the White House covers it up and the media covers it up. And now we've decided to launch missile strikes on multiple countries. Meanwhile, our president is likely having a blast in his own britches. So the Biden administration is blasting multiple countries. Joe Biden's blasting off into his own diaper. That's where we're at today. But probably not enough brain force or turbo force on the planet for Joe Biden. His brain is broke. But for you... Plenty available at InfoWarsStore.com and 40% off. And if you are a regular listener, you know that TurboForce Plus and BrainForce Plus is my go-to. Every day before I go on air for a three-hour transmission, the energy from TurboForce Plus. Make sure I'm alive and kicking for three hours here on the show. And then the mental focus energy from BrainForce Plus, it's the ultimate combo. 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Ten hours of clean energy one scoop of Turbo Force Plus. Read the hundreds of five-star reviews for yourself at InfoWarsStore.com. Find out what I'm talking about. You don't believe me? Ten hours of energy in one scoop? Don't believe me? Try it for yourself. 40% off InfoWarsStore.com. You'll find out it is the real deal. Okay, so U.S. Undersecretary of State Victoria Nuland arrives in Kiev and that was on Wednesday she arrived in Kiev. So Newland seems to be running the show. I mean, <laughs> is Newland like the number one arms trafficker in the world? I mean, really, what 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 is the deal here? Is that what Newland's job is, is to make sure that all the weapons and money that goes to Ukraine is ending up in the right hands in the right places, which, of course, is not Ukraine or the Ukrainian military. Some might end up there. They've got to at least, you know, pretend like they're trying to defend Ukraine. But really, it was about using Ukraine as a vessel state 
so that they could launder the money and the weapons into the Middle East. And now that they've successfully done that, the war in the Middle East is back, baby. So Biden allows Iran access to a bunch of assets and money that were froze. Iran bolsters its proxies, as they claim, backs the Hamas attack in Israel that the IDF stood down for. Israel gets their geopolitical agenda fulfilled via the stand down and their justification for it. And then a U.S. potential stolen U.S. drone. I guess they won't want to be specific about that, but what else am I left to assume? Why would they have thought, because the U.S. military and government stood down on the drone attack in Jordan. So is it a stolen U.S. drone? Is it a U.S. drone that was meant to go to Ukraine or to somewhere else and then it got stolen or laundered? Does Victoria Newland know anything about that? I bet she does. I bet Victoria Newland knows all about that. And so they say, oh, that's just our drone. Ignore that drone. Nothing to see here, nothing to report here. And then there's a drone strike in Jordan. Three U.S. service members killed, 40 others wounded. And now they have their justification to bomb multiple countries. To bomb multiple countries. In fact, here's the statement. This is fresh off the press's Central Command statement on U.S. strikes in Iraq and Syria. At 4 p.m. Eastern, February 2nd, U.S. Central Command forces conducted airstrikes in Iraq and Syria against Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, Quds Force, and affiliated militia groups. U.S. military forces struck more than 85 targets with numerous aircraft to include long-range bombers flown from the United States. The airstrikes employed more than 125 precision Munitions, the facilities that were struck included command and control operations centers, intelligence centers, rockets, missiles, and unmanned aerial vehicle storages and logistics and munition supply chain facilities of militia groups and the IRGC co-sponsors, IRGC sponsors who facilitated attacks against U.S. and coalition forces. So the U.S. sends a bunch of weapons into the region. They end up in these quote-unquote proxy groups' hands. They then attack our bases. In fact, there have been like hundreds of attacks on U.S. bases since Biden got into office, by the way, probably mostly with weapons that we sent to Ukraine. And then here we go. Now they get to bomb two countries, Iraq and Syria. So it's the same game. It's the same story, and it's the same players. It's disgusting. By the way, we kind of saw this coming, and I sent this to the crew earlier. But so we we go live at 3 p.m. Central. That's when the airstrikes happen. So my big story today, and and we're going to cover it, and we covered it at the opening of the show, and we're going to cover it with our crew that's on the ground in Eagle Pass was the border and and what the FBI and Border Patrol did to move all the illegal immigrants out of Beagle Pass so that when the media and the convoy shows up, they can say, see, there's no story here. But now they've bombed two, two countries, and so that would be the big story. But we knew this was coming. This was in my stack that I gave the crew that they print for me every day when I get into the studio and start doing prep work around 2, 2.30. Now, I don't know if this was the bomber. But it, it looks like the pieces all fit here. 
According to U.S. defense officials, several B-1B Lancer heavy bombers, and this is one of the most advanced bombing aircrafts on the planet, currently en route towards the Middle East on a combat strike mission, along with KC-135 aerial refueling tankers from RAF Lankenheath in the U.K., and, you know, there's other interesting stuff with these B-1Bs. It looks like they're about to I, – I, let's just say I don't think this is the end of this story. I don't think this is the end of this story, ladies and gentlemen. What is the goal? What is the agenda? Does anybody even ask that? I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear from the – Israeli side, what their goal, what their agenda is, they want to take over the Gaza Strip. They want to take over the West Bank. They want to build canals. They want to build pipelines. They want to build beachfront property for tourism. They don't care about the Palestinians. They they view them as subhuman. I think that that's at least what we're supposed to believe. Now, believe it or not, because the U.S. media won't tell you this, but they're not not all the IDF uh, people agree with that. In fact, many, many IDF veterans, and it's usually the ones that are long in the tooth. It's, it's usually the ones like, like Colonel McGregor talking about what the U.S. military is up to. The, the IDF in Israel has its own Colonel McGregors that are saying, no, this is wrong. This is a bad idea. We're not helping ourselves. But they don't get any play in the media. They get banned from the media. They get banned from the mainstream news, just like Colonel McGregor. So when you're anti-war, you get banned from the media. I don't think this story is going anywhere. We're going to be following this for updates. But when we come back, we're going to go to the southern border with Chase Geyser as it looks like the convoy is forming. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar, does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore.
Infowars.com forward slash show. This news is too important. I'm talking over my own liner. Let me just cut it, guys. This news is just too important right now. And and I, I'm not meaning to throw Chase Geyser and the crew um, off off their scent that they have at the border here. But he, he understands the military-industrial complex. And, and I just want to get his kind of general take on this. Because here's here's where I'm at, Chase. I remember when, when Donald Trump first had the Syria strikes, I think it was maybe a year or so into his presidency – I remember how heartbroken I was. And I remember there was some some talks about Trump might strike Syria. And I was actually flying at the time. And so it was like, oh, is Trump about to strike Syria? And then when my plane landed, I opened my phone and it was Trump struck Syria. And I mean, I was I was heartbroken. I felt like my heart was just ripped out of my chest. I, I'm anti-war. Trump was the anti-war candidate and the anti-military industrial complex candidate. And I felt like my heart had been ripped out. And for people that watch InfoWars, you may remember at that time, our coverage, I mean, Alex was, I mean, Alex went crazy on air, some very famous rants on air when that happened. Now, now it turned out it was very strategic. And I don't even, if I recall correctly, there wasn't even any death. It was just an old airstrip that was being run by these terrorist groups. But nonetheless, it was like, oh, it's more of the same. And so it just broke an hour ago. The Biden administration struck Syria and Iran trying to hit these proxy groups. So it's the same players. It's the same game, Chase. And, and it's the military industrial complex doing what they do best. I, I'm just, I'm just sickened, man. I'm just sickened by it. I agree, Owen. It's, it's always a travesty whenever any sort of war breaks out. And as a culture, we tend to celebrate war because we had that tremendous victory in World War II and all the movies are about the World War II victories, whether it's Saving Private Ryan or other just sort of ethics about American heroism. And, of course, our video games are all sort of about how awesome our military is. And I'm guilty of playing those games, too. They're super fun. But the problem is that we're, we're as a culture, exposed to only the glory and the heroism of war. And we're not really exposed on a civilian level to how terrible it really is. Now, I have just become a father over the last few years. And when I think about war breaking out and how terrible our economy is doing, I think about my little girls, man, and little girls are like the first ones to be victims in any sort of tremendous conflict like this. And just the amount of pain that civilians feel and innocent people feel, regardless of whether a conflict is justified, is such that war should always be a last resort. But unfortunately for our politicians who don't seem to have any sort of conscience, they seem to try to catalyze and start these conflicts as much as possible if it fits their political agenda or their political goals. Now, specifically with this Syria, or their stock holdings. Don't forget about their stock holdings, Chase. Yes. They're invested in the military industrial complex contractors that make a ton of money off of this or those who supply water and aid to Ukraine or whatever sort of supplies and services. Every time there's any sort of a natural disaster or anything, it's not just a military industrial complex. It's a political industrial complex. Same thing we see happening here at the border with the NGOs getting millions of dollars to build 20,000 square foot facilities and just processing these migrants in. It's a huge amount of money to be made. It's a giant industry. And I think we're seeing the same thing happen in the Middle East, specifically with Israel. I think the United States wants to get explicitly involved in this conflict because we want to eradicate Hamas from Gaza and the West Bank so that we can establish this IMEC corridor, which Bibi and Netanyahu announced one month before the attack on October 7th in Israel, because this IMEC corridor is supposed to compete with China's Belt and Road Initiative 
which will allow us to maintain our status as a global reserve currency in the region. Yeah, and, and you know, here's the other thing is I'm just kind of looking through this, and now it's being reported it's Iraq, Iran, and Syria. So I guess the Biden administration attacked three countries today. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is dropping bombs in his own diaper. But it's like, here, where, here's my logic here. Okay, so they had the intel. Whatever, whatever, whatever places they struck today, they're going to say they were strategic strikes, and I'm sure they were. But they obviously had this intel for for months, if not weeks, at least. And so, but they needed the drone attack that they stood down for for the excuse to do it. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's again, it's the same players at the same game, and it just so happens that Victoria Newland is over there in Kiev, the vessel state where all these weapons are being laundered through, as all of this is going on. It's just disgusting. I'm just, this should be the end of the Biden administration. I mean, you, you sick liberal Democrat freaks. Look what you've done. You, you oh, Trump's going to bring us into war. Trump's going to bring us into war. Biden's bombing, bomb, just bombing left and right again. All right, we'll cover the border story when we come back. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using Bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. Chase guys are with us from the border. Our team down there was breaking some big news last night and this morning. I was tuned in to you guys reporting on the Alex Jones show. And before we get to that breaking news, though, I can't help but notice it looks like you guys are about to be at a barbecue or what's going on? Is the convoy setting up here? Are you about to have a pulled pork sandwich? Or I mean, this is I'm getting a little I'm getting a little jealous that you're about to have some Texas barbecue there. Homemade home cooking. I tell you what, for the first time since we've been in Eagle Pass, Owen, I actually feel somewhat at home. We're here at the Cornerstone Children's Ranch. This is where the actual convoy is going to coalesce here, sort of right outside of Eagle Pass. Now, a lot of people have been talking about downtown Eagle Pass and Shelby Park, and I'm sure there will be some individuals who will travel downtown. But the convoy itself is intentionally meeting outside of the town, of the downtown region Eagle Pass, to avoid any sort of false flag confrontations that they're feared may be catalyzed by the feds in the region. So we're on this beautiful ranch, this beautiful property, and no media is actually allowed inside this 
area until after the convoy arrives this evening, sometime around 5.30 p.m. However, as soon as they saw our InfoWars here when we approached yeah. a couple hours ago, they put yep. us on the list and they let us ride in. They said, we love InfoWars. Yeah, Dad, isn't that it? Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. You're getting a little taste of it. You're getting a little taste of it. That's right. So, yes, it definitely feels like the 4th of July here. We've got patriots yelling and screaming at each other. Now, one thing I want to mention about this event specifically, Owen, while, I, while I'm on your show this afternoon, is they are very careful about the tone, ambiance, and just details of this event. Security is very high here. They're not letting in militia members in flak jackets with long guns. They don't want this to seem like a militarized sort of radical extremist thing. This is meant to be a wholesome family event of people who love our country speaking out against what the federal government is allowing at our southern border, Owen. So they're even being careful about what music is going to be played. I mean, this is a very much a Christian, wholesome, trucker, sort of good old-fashioned, conservative, patriotic event. Yeah, so I was talking about that earlier. We're much, we're much wiser, we're much more equipped um, to be prepared for these federal entrapment schemes. I mean, it's pretty clear, this was my analysis earlier, that the Democrats teed this up because we know we know how these people operate. They teed it up this week. They said, we need to ban militias. Militias are dangerous. So that was them teeing the ball up. And then their swing was going to be this event down at the border. And they were going to hope that they could get some militias to do some violent things, some illegal things. I'm sure there's there's, you know, feds in there trying to entrap them and, and, and you know, guide them along in that agenda. But if they're not successful at that, which I, I'm assuming at this point they probably won't be. Their, their sacrifice fly is going to be, well, we're just going to use that threat, and I want you to get more into the details, but we're going to use that threat, and the FBI is going to say we're expecting a white supremacist attack or a terror attack on these illegal immigrant centers. And so that was their excuse to move all the illegal immigrants out of Eagle Pass so that when the media gets there and the convoy gets there, they can say, see, there is no illegal immigrant invasion. There are no illegal immigrants here. There's nothing here to see. So to me, that's kind of their sack fly. Uh, is at least they're going to get the illegal immigrants out of there with that excuse, but their home run would be they'd, they'd love to entrap uh, some of these people down there. Yeah, I agree with you, Owen, on that. It's really interesting how this all happened for us. So we're referring to our source as Elias. This is somebody that's sort of high up and has access to information within the government. I'm not even going to explicitly state to you which agency of the government this person works in, but when we were reporting on the border live on the Alex Jones show yesterday, Owen, this guy rolls up and he's like, I'm watching the show. <laughs> he knew exactly where we were based on the backdrop. It was that same location where I hopped on the other side of the wall on your show a few days ago, Owen. And this guy has been the best source for us, Elias, since we met him at that moment. And he's been providing us information of where crossings are happening. He's the one that let us know what was going on. Uh, as far as this FBI bulletin that came out that says that there are white supremacists who are members of a militia that are planning to attack a border processing facility on Firefly Lane in Eagle Pass. Now, that's the facility where they moved all the migrants from. I'm not sure if this is a false flag operation. I'm not sure if there's this militia is actually going to try to do something and the feds are just allowing it to happen in order to prop up their political agenda or uh, if it's just legitimate. I mean, it could be any of those three things. It could be legitimate, it could be in between, or it could be a total false flag. My guess is that it's in between, that there is some sort of extremism going on that they're intentionally allowing to happen or even catalyzing with some sort of inside federal agents within well, yeah, the it could be like we have the, seen a lot of militia activity here. It could be like the Whitmer case, and there could be, you know, 
there could be a, there could be a group of 30 people in a group chat 29 29 of them are feds saying let's go attack that facility and, and 29 of them talking about these federal agents how they want to attack the facility and then one actual just lay person in there kind of like uh what i mean uh, i don't know i guess and then that's how they get their excuse to say see there's going to be an attack and so we got to clear out the facility so yeah they would love to have another entrapment deal like they've done numerous times. Um, I, I don't think they're going to be successful in that endeavor. However, their sack fly was at least we can move all the illegal immigrants out of this facility. And then the media that's going to be teaming down here this weekend and next week can't have their optics of look at all the illegal immigrants here. Because that's what they do. They play whack-a-mole. Whenever the media catches the scent of where all the illegal immigrants are coming in, they just shift the the ports of entry of where they're sending them. So it just shows the whole thing is coordinated. The Biden administration is running this invasion. It, it's it's very very organized. I absolutely agree with you, Owen. When they plug up one area, migrants just come over the other area. And we've done report after report, even live on your show, live on the Alex Jones show this week. We have shown how many different places. It's so easy to cross the Rio Grande. So easy to get around or through the wall. So easy to get over the Constantina wire that they laid out, the border is totally unsecure. And this whole argument centered around Eagle Pass is political showmanship. Now, it doesn't make Greg Abbott totally wrong in drawing attention to this conflict, but any notion that there's any sort of state measure to actually secure the border is false because, frankly, the border just isn't secure here. And all the local law enforcement and officials and state guardsmen that we've seen have been very cool, very serious about this issue, very much wanting this issue to be resolved. But it's not as if the governor, the governor from what we've witnessed here, is taking excessive action to actually secure the border. It seems like he's just leveraging his gubernatorial power for this political showmanship, in my opinion. We were just rolling some footage. I believe this came from Doc Pete Chambers. Uh, I, I don't know if this is at the same facility or the area where you're at right now, but it's a bunch of American patriots uh, saluting the flag. It looks like they might have been singing the national anthem. Um, and so, you know, that that's the kind of that's the kind of gatherings I'm expecting you're going to be uh, documenting and, and covering over the course of the next couple of days. Uh, there's some other familiar faces I see there. So what then is. I guess you might say, what is the goal here? Is it to just show that the American people want secure borders? Is it to show unity with the American people and Border Patrol? Is it to show that the American people are aware that, that Biden has facilitated the largest invasion in the history of the world at our southern border? Is it just patriots just clamoring for some uh, companionship uh, in these dark times in American history? I mean, what what do you think? What do you think is the is the goal here? Well, I don't think massive things like this happen, Owen, without a number of different reasons catalyzing them. So I think it's a little bit of all of those things. There's some people that I've interacted with here that seem to just be in it for the camaraderie. There are others that are specifically upset about the outcome of the 2020 election and questioning whether or not that was legitimate. And there are others who are specifically here because of this border invasion. But one thing that I know for sure about this specific convoy is that the convoy itself is legitimate. It's honest patriots, America-loving Christians coming together almost like the 4th of July and just deciding that they're going to assemble in mass and have a show of presence near where Eagle Pass is so that they can show their support for actually protecting the border, or rather show their opposition to the Biden 
border invasion. So this event here is about 20 minutes outside of the city, maybe 25 minutes outside of the city of Eagle Pass. They are intentionally meeting outside of the city so as not to be entrapped or catalyzed or involved or associated with any sort of nefarious action which might occur downtown tomorrow. I'm hearing that tomorrow the leftists have organized busloads of counter-protesters. Really? They're going to be assembling in Eagle Pass. Yes, we are hearing reports of that. And so I was actually going to ask you that next. I was going to ask you that next. Yeah. So, okay, is there a plan for a counter-protest? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Expand they're on that. Them in. It's, not, it's not even the locals. All I know is that they're busing them in. I don't know how many buses there are going to be, but there are going to be counter-protesters bus into Eagle Pass, not necessarily even locals, so that they can basically heckle and, and just sort of stir up the pot with these protesters here. But everyone here is on the same page about not falling for it. It's not going to be like a rayhead situation in January 6th where people are breaking windows and things of that nature. This crew knows what's going on. These people know what's really going on. They know not to be stupid. And I, I'm really anticipating that a lot of the government plans, a lot of the leftist plans to try to catalyze or provoke something among this group are going to fail because these people are just not going to fall for it, in my opinion. Yeah, there's probably feds on both sides that are going to be trying to stoke it and and, and get something yeah. going on, on both sides of that. But that's kind of curious. So I guess the angle is they're pro-illegal immigrants, or I don't even know what the angle of these groups getting bust in is going to be. Do you have any anticipation as to, like, is it a— Yeah, I think they're pro. I think they're pro-immigration. The, the, the angle is that it's racist to not let these people across the border. They're, a tri they're associating the people crossing the Rio Grande illegally— with the people that went to Ellis Island, you know, throughout our history as, as immigrants to this country. I know there's all sorts of holes in that argument, but that's the, the language that they are using. And we've seen a little bit of that when we were standing outside the gate of Shelby Park in Eagle Pass. There were some hecklers or local sort of leftist globalist politicians that were standing outside the gate and just sort of griping about the fact that Governor Abbott has actually secured the park, something he actually did do. The park was a major sort of bottleneck where these migrants were coming over, and they're not coming over there anymore because of that securing. Of course, like Wackermill, like you said, they are popping up everywhere else. But the park itself is secure, and the leftists are upset about it. That is a true story. And their angle is that this is it's, it's not Islamophobia, but xenophobia, just the fear of other cultures and our own bigotry and our own racism, and it's counter our own history of immigration at Ellis Island. They have just this sort of BS leftist angle on that, and that's what they're going to be protesting. So what are we expecting as far as the convoy convalescing is concerned? Is there going to be a major unified movement tonight, or is it just kind of uh, we're getting together, we're yeah. getting intel, and then moving tomorrow, or what are you anticipating? Great question. So everybody's coming to this property tonight, and I believe everybody in the convoy, there's actually a ton of acreage behind me. You can't see it in the current shot that we're in. This property that I'm on is massive. They are all going to stay in their trucks on this property, like sort of like a Woodstock 2.0, only no drugs. It's wholesome, right? And then tomorrow, I believe there's going to be some events. I know the governor is speaking on Sunday in Eagle Pass as well. I think he might even be going specifically to Shelby Park to speak. I'm not sure about the details of where in Eagle Pass he's going to speak. And so I think that they there may be some migration, for lack of a better term, from this property to Eagle Pass tomorrow, but not with all of the trucks or the big rigs. They, they would carpool if they were going to do that. But tonight, everyone's going to celebrate here. There's a stage up. They're putting up PA systems. There's probably going to be some praying, speaking, some live music, things of that nature. I've heard musicians tuning their instruments, and this is just going to be a, a wholesome sort of Fourth of July type event. Just at Border the stock. Uh, beginning of February here. Border stock. It's exactly what it is. So she's out in the headlines. Border Stock 24, it's live. Chase Geyser and InfoWars will be having live coverage. Now, getting back to the story that you guys broke, so 
they moved the illegal immigrants. What what more can you tell us about that? Yeah. So we got this tip from our informant Elias, who have mentioned, showing specifically a member of our security team here in the crew, because I was live on the air while all this information was shared with the crew, showing them the FBI notification that came out stating that there were two specific white supremacist militiamen that the FBI had their eyes on that they believe were planning to attack the border processing facility on Firefly Lane in Eagle Pass. After that notification came out, they had, they moved all of the migrants from that processing facility to surrounding facilities, still sort of in the Eagle Pass region, but not in that central location. Now, we were specifically able to capture on camera the buses themselves moving the migrants into the other facilities. These were not migrants that were captured that day crossing the border, these were migrants that were already in one of the facilities, a facility that was threatened or allegedly threatened or allegedly under risk of attack. They were moved from there, women, children, and men, to these other facilities that are more secure because that central processing facility was simply less secure. It's got sort of more like tent facilities and more open vulnerabilities. So they moved into these secure facilities. And when we did visit some of the other secure facilities, specifically the south station, the south border patrol processing station where they moved the four buses that we got to we were immediately met with border patrol who came out to greet us we were on the other side of the street in the parking lot and they just wanted to ask us some questions you could tell that they were very polite but you could tell that they were on edge and they wanted to vet everyone around the property it's sort of a high alert vibe going on so i don't know if this attack is even going to happen <laughs> what we've been speculating is that the fbi or someone will come out and say that they found explosives and that you know similar to the pipe bomb on january 6th and they'll use that to sort of fuel their narrative against militias and the Second Amendment and just continue to label MAGA Republicans as domestic terrorists or right-wing extremists when we're actually not. And when everybody at a convoy like this, for example, would hate the idea of anybody committing any violence on these migrant facilities, they're still going to try to brand us as the terrorists, even though all we want is Biden to stop this border invasion. As they're letting as they're letting literal terrorists in, it is the great irony. Right. But, you know, here's what's so incredible about this. And I don't think this is far fetched to say. And this is why I wish there were more whistleblowers that would come forward and talk about this. I think the probability of any attacks happening on illegal immigrants or facilities was already extremely low in this instance. I think it was already extremely low. Um, However, I I would put it even less than one percent after you've broken this news. And so. The individual who prevented it, I would say, I would say the individual that shared this information with you took what was already a very low probability and brought it to an almost zero probability because again, we're informed about this stuff now. And so whenever we can get ahead of their agendas, there's nothing they can do. If we sit here and call it all out to a T and then they do it, well, it's just like, yeah, we caught you. You didn't catch us. We caught you. Yeah, they got us off guard. They entrapped us. And a lot of people on January 6th, we, that, that was their Reichstag moment. They got it. Uh, but we're, we're a lot wiser now. And so we're making sure that this doesn't happen. More people inside, whether it's the FBI, whether it's Border Patrol, whether it's any other government entity or, or bureaucracy that has intel of this, they need to share it to the media. They have to get this information out so that we can say, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what you need to be on the lookout for. Because, see, notice, they don't want stuff like that going out to the public. These are American patriots that are out there with you. I bet you a lot of these people are veterans. We don't want to see attacks on our country. 
We're, we're here to stop that stuff from going on. But see, they don't want us to be privy to this information because they know we're wise enough to see, wait a second, that's what you're trying to do. That's the entrapment scheme that you're trying to run. You don't want us to be aware or informed about that to try to stop it because that would be us trying to stop their own attack in my eyes. Absolutely. And the fact of the matter is nobody actually has any animosity towards the migrants themselves. Everybody understands why people are trying to get over here to America. We understand how beautiful this country is, how amazing this country is. The problem is that we have a federal government that's not only allowing this invasion to happen, but it's sponsoring this invasion to happen. And so the real protest here, the zeitgeist here around this assembly is just patriots coming back to reclaim the national sovereignty of America. It's not about any antagonism or hate for migrants or even other cultures that would try to come over here. It's, it's this antagonism to, to our own government for betraying us, Owen. Well, we just had the Democrats vote against banning terrorists from the country. Literally, a vote was, let's ban Hamas terrorists from the country. Democrats said, no, we oh want gosh. to keep them coming in. Um, so, I mean, that, that tells, uh, that tells a little bit of this overall story. All right. Uh, Chase, where can people follow your continued reporting as you guys will be there, uh, throughout the weekend covering the convoy and any other developments? Uh, obviously, infowars.com forward slash show and band.video, as well as on X at InfoWars or at Real Chase Geyser or at Real Alex Jones. A lot of these reports are going straight up to Alex Jones' account. So that's a great place to follow. And if you do follow and see some of the reports and they strike your heartstrings there on any of those X profiles, make sure you retweet them because this is more about spreading the word than anything. And I just want to say it's important more now than ever for people to go to InfoWarsStore.com and take advantage of some of these awesome deals to be the reason that we're still on the air and able to do reports like this straight from the ground, Owen. All right, Chase, we'll be in touch. And if anything else breaks, uh, you shoot us a message and we'll be sure to get it up on the air. Thank you, Owen. All right, and as he said, this is only made possible with your support at InfoWarsStore.com. I imagine the crew down there is probably making sure they've got plenty of Turbo Force Plus so that they can have energy, but Nitric Boost... We're really excited. It's back in stock and 40% off. It's all about blood flow and cardiovascular health. And that's why we have guests that come on, doctors that come on, and they're not even solicited to talk about it. And they just say, hey, that Nitric Boost product is everything when it comes to cardiovascular health. It's all about blood flow. It's all about cardiovascular health. It's 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And look, I'm somebody that is just a bit of a health nut myself. And so I, I was into supplements long before I even started working at InfoWars. I already had a supplement pantry and was taking all kinds of supplements just because I want to be, I want to be healthy. It's kind of the modern day health hack really is to, you know, you seek out all these different food groups and you say, well, this, this food is good for this and this food is good for that. And we've kind of hacked it with science and we can just take the minerals and the vitamins and the nutrients, put it into a capsule and say, well, now you're, now you're taking the supplement. So, uh, that's why this is a successful industry because it works. And so nitric oxide is just a key supplement. And especially for people that are active bodybuilders, it's all about blood flow and it's all about vasodilation. And so nitric oxide, 40% off. It's a must have for your supplement pantry, InfoWarsStore.com. And again, it's your support there that allows us to do what we do here on the air. So many great products at InfoWarsStore.com, but Nitric Boost, definitely definitely a necessity, I would say, 
when it comes to blood flow and cardiovascular health. Okay, now I've still got more on the border that I'm going to get to when we come back. I also have a bit of a legal announcement or update, if you will, with my attorney coming up in the third hour. So if you saw some stories yesterday about my legal case, we'll address that. And I saw a lot of people asking questions about, oh, why is this or why is that or how is that possible? So we'll 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 cover a little bit of that with my attorney, Norm Pattis, coming up in the third hour. But I still got so much on the border. And then not just what's developing at the border or at these illegal immigration facilities, but then the response from the residents. We've got another clip of the locals in Massachusetts at that rec center that's been turned into an illegal immigrant center that it's just everything. It just says everything. But again, you just you hope that they understand that if there's a political solution, it's never vote for another Democrat. And then we also have just shocking footage from Info Uncensored yet again of a massive illegal immigrant facility in New York. And they've conquered an island. So they've, the, the illegal immigrants have conquered an island in New York. It's really nice, though. I mean, I give it to them. I mean, they got nice soccer fields, big, gigantic facilities, some good infrastructure taking care of the illegal immigrants. But if you're a homeless veteran or an American citizen, well, you, you get nothing and like it. You'll get nothing and like it. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. 
and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Infowars.com forward slash show. I'm an American citizen. I'm on my side of the border. And Border Patrol and state troopers do more to harass me and stop me than actual criminals and illegal entries into this country. We're we're lost, folks. This is such a no-brainer. This one is so obvious. We're just lost. So I guess this is what we deserve then, isn't it? If we're going to let criminals like Joe Biden and the Democrat Party steal our country and give it to illegal immigrants, then I guess that's what we deserve. And you just witnessed it right here. No one else does it like InfoWars. So that's a little bit of my prior work at the border last year. And people keep asking, why aren't you at the border? Why aren't you reporting for the border? Well, I'm on a federal travel ban. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the political persecution I'm dealing with. Yes, the Democrats know I do effective work in the field, so they've banned me from traveling. Yeah, that's how they scheme. That's how that's how they uh, enact their tyrannical measures. So uh, I hope to be back in the field and reporting soon, but uh, currently federal travel ban in place. So, uh, But when that gets lifted, I'll get back into the field and do some reporting like we saw there in that video. Now, let's go to the air in New York on Randall's Island. And guys, pull up the, pull up the Twitter account because I know it's info uncensored. I forget the gentleman's name. He's been on the show before. I'm sorry. Yeah, Henry is his name. And he's done great work. 
He was the individual that got the footage from inside of one of the illegal immigrant facilities. And, of course, they have a nice, secure, strong border. And when he when he entered their facility, he was treated like a criminal and an illegal immigrant. But they can invade our country all day long, and it's all good. It's Henry Facey. Big shout-out to him. He's done it again. Now, guys, let's just do this. Let's just go to the air. Let's just go to the air at Info Uncensored. He has this whole breakdown. Guys, just go ahead and start the footage here for me. And let's just do the breakdown. And uh, at certain times, I may ask you guys to go to a different timestamp. But uh, this is Randall's Island Migrant Camp in New York City. There's the RFK Bridge. And he's on the south end of Randall's Island here. And I'm not that familiar with it, but we have crew that is that has traveled with big, you know, rock tours and stuff. And this is where they have big music festivals and and it's a big concert venue. Not anymore. It's it's for illegal immigrants now. You, you don't get to go out there and have a good time at a concert anymore. It's for the illegal immigrants. So you can see this massive facility. They have soccer fields and everything. I wonder how much carbon they're emitting with all of this as well. But when the illegal immigrants emit carbon, I guess that's fine. With the uh, with the heating ducts or the air conditioning or whatever else it is going on there, you can see all the generators that are laid out there too. So he's just documenting. Here's all these different tents, and you can see the size of this venue in perspective when the people start to walk around. I mean, this is a this is a gigantic facility, ladies and gentlemen. Those those are basically tractor trailer generators, is what those are. So they look kind of small. Those are actually tractor trailer generators. Those are about as big as the the back end of a semi-truck. So you can see how massive this facility is. Guys, let's go ahead and um, the cops start following around the uh, two-and-a-half-minute mark. Let's go ahead to uh, two-and-a-half minutes in here on the video. And I, I guess the, uh, the police don't like people... The police don't like the walls and the tight borders at the illegal immigrant facilities being crossed. Of course, the great irony there is obvious. They come into our country illegally. They cross our borders illegally, and they're facilitated and helped by law enforcement. And then somehow they claim land in our country, and you're not allowed to even film them in it. You're not allowed to be in there. They have real strong borders. But I mean, how many generators are we seeing here? Again, these are, these are tractor trailer sized generators. And I mean, I, I've probably seen at least 20. And I'm just looking at this one shot. There's at least 10 in that one shot. And who's paying for all this? Well, the American taxpayer. Of course. I mean, there's probably, I, I would say there's at least 40 generators, tractor trailer sized generators on this whole facility. And you can see the migrants just running around, walking around, doing whatever. This is their house now. This is their home. And they can, they're free to come and go as much as they want. They probably have a legal immigrant document. And so you can see he's now uh, getting closer to the ground, lowering his drone here, trying to remain uh, unseen. But then he gets a little wave. He gets a little wave from the illegal immigrant there. They're feeling comfortable. They've conquered this land now. So, guys, let's forward into about uh, four minutes and ten seconds now, and let's get some of the um, let's get some of these other close-ups. 
as he goes basically into the facility now with the drone. So now we're in the facility flying around. And the reason why I'm doing the commentary over this is we do have a large audio audience on radio and podcast formats here. Uh, find them when they're not banned. But but when he zooms in like that, you can see how gigantic this facility really is. When it's kind of high up in the air, it's harder to get that perspective. But when he zooms in, you can see these are tractor-trailer-sized generators. There's at least 20, 30, maybe 40 of them. There's about five massive – I mean, how long are these – probably two football field long shelters and there's about 10 of them and then there's other tents that I guess are for maybe medical or for uh, organization and then you have the bathrooms so you can see how big this facility is as he flies the drone all around it so this is where they're being sheltered in New York City so who knows how many are in there I'm guessing they could easily fit 20,000 at this facility alone. And these are just, these are just the processing centers before they get fully released into freedom in the streets. So they don't even really have to be here. They can just go out and live in the streets and, and make their own way, or they can get their entire lives funded by the U.S. taxpayer. It's really just up to them. They have more freedoms and more rights. So there you go gives us a pretty good idea, and that's just one facility. These are all over Texas. Oh, and by the way, that's New York. These are all over Texas. We've documented that. By the way, Anthony Aguero, and and he's been covering the border extensively for years, and so he knows the games they play. Look at that. That's real nice. That's a real nice facility the illegal immigrants have here. And uh, they get all the food and clothing and shelter and everything they need. They have their own documents so they can move about their facilities freely. But the American people can't from all over the planet. But you're not allowed. It's just teeming with people. There's their little entry point right there. But you can only go in if you're an illegal immigrant or have your proper paperwork. Not for American citizens. They're invading your country. They have more rights than you. They've conquered this land. And this was a park for the people, by the way. This is a park, multiple soccer fields, ball fields. Where kids would go play and families and people would hang out and American citizens because they paid for it with their tax dollars now being conquered by illegal immigrants. But Anthony Aguero, he knows that what they do is whenever the media focuses on one illegal entry point, they jump and send the illegal immigrants to a different one. And so he's filming in California and that seems to be where they're sending them now. So now you have tens of thousands of illegal immigrants pouring into California there it is on his Twitter account, Anthony Aguero Live. This is Jacumba, California. This was last night. All military-aged men, hundreds if not thousands of them, he says, like a revolving door, vans come and go, come and go, come and go. Most of these illegal aliens come from China, Guatemala, Brazil, Colombia, Russia, this is the new hotspot. Be sure to follow me, Anthony Aguero Live and Border Wars on Rumble. So so Anthony does some of the best border coverage out there, and he was smart enough to realize when everybody goes to Eagle Pass, that means they're sending the illegal immigrants somewhere else, and I'm sure he has his own I'm sure he has his own information sources, and they were told him probably, hey, they're all about to come to California. So this is shocking footage. Middle of the night now, thousands pouring in in California. So they redirected the invasion 
around Texas, and now it's in California. So they know what they're doing. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this Survival Silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal Silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. If I don't have time to tell you about it, just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. 
harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. So we remember yesterday, a very popular rec center in Massachusetts that was utilized by the locals there. Specifically, the black community that the Democrats claim to love so much. Of course, they don't. That's where they would frequent and children would go there for a safe place and safe harbor. And... The Democrats gave it to illegal immigrants. And so one man found this out the hard way. He tried to visit and had a brief discussion, you might say, with the cops that barred him entry. So the illegal immigrants get a nice, strong border wherever they want in our country. And you're not allowed in. But they can come into our country all day long and take your money in the meantime. So here's that in clip three. No equal to live here. And I've been here my whole because I can yell. Because I can yell. Because I can yell. And I'm f***ing angry. That's why. So why can't I get in the f***ing building? Why? Where's the mirror at? Y'all, these towns are sham, yo. It's all about money. It's a f***ing money grab. Y'all give a f*** about the motherfuckers that was born and raised here. Y'all raised the so fucking high, can't afford to live here. But y'all gonna bring some other here? That doesn't fucking add up. It doesn't make no sense. None. None. I'm homeless. I work a full time job, forty hours, and can't pay to live here. How the fuck are y'all gonna bring somebody else here? Don't make no sense. None. So here's the problem. Aside from the obvious with the illegal immigration, directly responding to that individual who's righteously angry. And he says it doesn't make any sense. Well, the challenge is now to inform that individual and to make it make sense. That this is all part of an agenda. You have been sold out by your politicians, specifically the Democrat Party. And when you voted Democrat, this is what you voted for. This realization has to sit in. And it has to sit in in a very heavy and permanent way. That man is probably no different than most people in the community. They don't really follow politics. They're not really politically in. Gauged. They've got their own lives, their own concerns. So he says it doesn't make any sense. Cost of living keeps going up. But the community that I was born and raised in, I don't even get access to the rec center. I get blocked out for illegal immigrants. This doesn't make any sense. Except it does make sense when you realize it's an agenda. It does make sense when you realize it's Democrat Party policy. 
So, unfortunately, it's too late. The Democrats are already in office. They already run Boston, and they've already conquered your rec center and your city. Now, there might be a political chance to save it by removing the Democrats from the equation, but it's going to be at least a year before that happens. So in the meantime, you deal with it. The same reason why it costs you so much to live in this country. Democrats raising your taxes, taking your money, giving it to illegal immigrants. Democrats shipping your jobs. All of our politicians, not just Democrats, shipping your jobs to Asia, overseas. It's an agenda. All the wars. Our tax dollars, your tax dollars, paying for endless wars, paying for endless invasions at our southern border. And then they conquer your country. They conquer Randall's Island, a park for the public. They conquer Eagle Pass, Shelby Park, for the public. They conquer a rec center in Boston for the public. And then the police get used to secure their borders. They can't protect you. They can't protect you in these most dangerous cities in America, all run by Democrats. They can't protect the southern border from the invasion, but they sure can protect the illegal immigrants and keep their facilities nice and tight and secure. You're right. It doesn't make any sense until you realize it's an agenda. It's Democrat Party policy. And you even have the cops there saying, we agree, we agree, we we understand. Well, then what are you doing? So we're just helpless. We just have to sit here and watch our country be invaded. Via policy, we have to fund the whole thing and just feel helpless, and there's just nothing we can do about it, is what we're told. Daniel Penny, lawyer, that's the individual that had to subdue a psychotic on the subway who's now facing charges. He'll probably spend his life in jail. Daniel Penny, lawyer, blasts release of migrants who attacked New York police officers without bail. Very confounding. Again, They say it makes no sense. One man is an American and a veteran who tried to stop a psychotic from harassing and assaulting people on a subway. Others are non-citizen, illegal immigrants, likely gang gang members that decided to attack police officers. How come one gets treated and released from jail, treated nicely and released from jail with no bail, while the other gets a $100,000 bail and is told he's the big criminal? That doesn't make sense. Yes, it does make sense. The message is clear. Soros, district attorneys, and Democrats hate you. They hate you. They're more concerned with illegal immigrants and destroying this country. As soon as you let that sit in, everything makes sense. I mean, that's the bottom line here. Democrats hate this country, and they hate you, and they will do everything to destroy you and everything you love and hold dear like this country. And so when you realize that, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Like, you remember that bill that the Democrats voted against? If if an illegal immigrant gets gets caught in a deadly DUI, that they get deported, and the Democrats voted against it in unison? The whole bill was written because of this incident with Jose Menjivar. He's an illegal immigrant with four deportations and three DUI convictions. And in his last DUI, he killed two American citizens, Melissa Powell and her teenage son, Reardon, in Colorado. He did four days in jail. Or he got out He got out of jail. He was already in jail. He was released. So four deportations, two DUIs, gets released from jail, 
commits a third DUI and kills two Americans. And the Republicans wrote a bill to try to stop this from happening again. And the Democrats voted against it. They voted for the illegal immigrant killer. It doesn't make sense, Owen. Yes, it does. Democrats hate you and they hate your country. They want to destroy America. Does it make sense now? Alvin Bragg was asked about this two-tiered system of justice in New York City, saying, why do illegal immigrants get treated like royalty while American citizens suffer under your watch? Here's Alvin Bragg in clip five. Soros-funded DA. He's got his security. He defunds the police for you, but he's got his security. This is the conquering of America, ladies and gentlemen. Just comment on the situation. We're being conquered by Marxists. We're being conquered by demons. We're being conquered by Democrats that hate you and hate your country. There's no other way to put it. You say, none of this makes any sense. Yes, it does. They hate you. They hate you and they hate America. That's why I've got Ilhan Omar again, and she continues to campaign. Here she is again talking about how much she loves Somalia, and her whole purpose of being in office is to build Somalia so she can move back in clip 18. No, in Jidat Kenny and whether this or not, I want a high governor, American Kalaga Dorte, or in Congress, she says, I'm, I'm Somalian. That's my lineage. That's my language. That's my religion. And she says she was taken from her country. She was taken. You were a refugee that rescued, that were, was rescued. She says she misses her country. Go back then. And then she says, no, I'm not going back because I'm going to use Congress and I'm going to use the United States to rebuild Somalia. Then I'm going to go back. And the Republicans are so pathetic, they won't even remove her from Congress. I was stolen from my land. You were rescued. You ungrateful. Ugh. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take us for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at infowarstore.com. X2. 
I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. All right, we got some other political news I'm going to jump to now right before we're joined by my attorney, Norm Pattis, on the latest legal developments in my case. You've got Nancy Mace, who really, I think, is just reading the room and promoting Trump because she knows that's how she's going to get reelected. But um, she's going after Haley on the campaign trail, and uh, she's a representative from South Carolina. So Haley doesn't even have the representative of South Carolina representation. Trump does. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens in the primary coming up, but uh, it's going to be embarrassing, no doubt. She'll probably carry on. So here's uh, Mace and uh, what she had to say about Haley in clip 14. Governor Haley started out as an accountant. She went from doing people's taxes to raising people's taxes. And I, as a lawmaker, have never voted to raise taxes. I I don't want someone who's going to raise taxes. President Trump lowered taxes rather than raised taxes. So we cannot afford for someone who's going to come in and raise taxes on hardworking American people. And when you look at the cost of inflation, the supply chain issues, even coming out of a post-COVID world, we don't need Republicans who are going to be just like Democrats when it comes to fiscal policy and raising our taxes. And she told South Carolina not once, but twice, that she would not raise our taxes and then ended up supporting the largest tax hike in South Carolina history. The last time a tax hiking presidential candidate walked around South Carolina in high heels was Hillary Clinton. Ooh. Not sure how that turned out very well at all. Kind of it didn't work like out. Nikki Haley. Now her campaign is uh <laughs> it's reaching it's reaching new levels of comedy that you can't write, and that's a pun. Because she's claiming she's getting these written letters and and then they literally fake some of them. That's not even up for debate. You can see it. I, I'm not really sure what's going on inside Haley's campaign at this point. But she says, our campaign has been flooded with notes and emails from folks across the country who want to make America normal again. And so it's keeping bird, bird nose out. They know that we can do better than two 80-year-old names from the past. I'm fighting every day to make you proud. Let's go. And she shares these letters that nobody believes are real. 
Her Excellency, Her Excellency Nikki Haley, like a kid is writing this. I broke my piggy bank and got $7 out to support you for president. That poor kid. If this is even real, that poor kid wasted $7. Poor Lydia. Her Excellency? What the hell? Here's another one. Don't give up your campaign. Stay in it till the Republican conviction, uh, convention. These are, these are likely fake or, or, or some, some Haley friends, parents told their kids to write this. Her Excellency? Oh, I'm a little kid donating to your campaign. And then stay in it till the Republican convention. Boy, that sounds awfully specific for a young child. Or maybe that's an adult writing this. Who knows? And then they just did this. What is even this? They took an AI. I don't even know what you would call this. They did, they made an AI note. It's it, it's literally just a fake note that looks like it was AI generated. Oh, I'm a longtime independent from California, says Cooper to Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah, that's not directly political. I'm sure that, that nobody nobody wanted that to be written so they can say, see, maybe we even have a chance with California. See, Haley's the choice of the independents. Trump Trump can't beat Biden, but I can. This this campaign is an embarrassment and only going to get worse. But it's clear. I, Vivek was right from the very beginning. It's clear. The Republican establishment plan is to have it down to Haley and Trump, and the deep state wants to put Trump in prison, and then they'll just say, well, now you get Haley. But actually, they've had some uh, drawbacks on their plan to put Trump in prison before the election, so we'll talk about that, too. But by attorney, Norm Pat is coming up with a legal update. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar, does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. 
They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. The War Room with Owen Troyer. The Internet will never be the same. in the news talking about my appeal being tossed out and um, this was being reported by a lot of left-wing organizations like it's some sort of a celebration is ha 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 the justice department doesn't believe in free speech ha ha we got Troyer no appeal for him and so that's kind of how they do their little victory laps here well uh, let's tell you what's really going on with my attorney Norm Pattis joining me now uh, okay, so Norm, just just give the audience an update. What the appeal being tossed out meant, our, our argument, our approach with this, what it what it means to us, and the larger issue of the First Amendment, and then where we go from here. We you pled guilty effectively, Owen, to a trespass charge, um, and trespass means being unlawfully present in a location you're not supposed to be and knowing it. Um, and so that was that. That trespassing doesn't mean. You planned an insurrection or whatnot. Um, at sentencing, the government surprised, and we entered in the plea agreement. We said we would not appeal if the sentence did not exceed a certain number. I think it was six months, although I don't have the agreement in front of me. At the time of sentencing, the government um, filed a sentencing memoranda that asked the court to put you in prison for 120 days, well below the six months, but 120 days because of your speech, because of the things you said. Because you said, because you believed the election was stolen. They, they called that disinformation. Because in the weeks prior to January 6th, you were in, in DC on several occasions and you, and you encouraged people to attend the event. Because you, uh, on the, before you trespassed, you were in the area chanting 1776, death to tyrants. After the event, um, you refused to apologize for it and you justified it and you continued to raise questions about the integrity of the election. Each and every one of those things is protected speech and a protected activity. The First Amendment gives people the right to petition for to speak out, to petition for redress of grievances, um, and also to peacefully assemble. So all you pled guilty to was a trespass charge. Judge Kelly listened to the government and held your speech against you in two of the remarks he made um, in his sentencing comments. We contend and and we, we contended at the time of sentencing and we contend now that he unlawfully considered your protected speech in imposing sentence in violation of the First Amendment. These were not comments that explained your um, criminal act. They didn't go to prove it. Um, you were simply on the grounds when you shouldn't have been. OK, that's trespassing. A suspended sentence, a slap on the wrist and go home. When the Justice Department doubled down and tried to seek consequences for your speech, regarded your speech and activities as, quote-unquote, aggravating factors to enhance the sentence, we thought that was wrong. So we filed an, uh, an appeal in the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, and the government promptly moved to dismiss. Their motion to dismiss said, wait a minute, this is what he bargained for. 
anything less than six months, he said he wouldn't appeal. He was waiving his right to appeal. Our response was we never waived the First Amendment. We never waived the right to speak out. We never waived the right to petition for grievances. We never waived the right to peacefully assemble. And if you think you, if you think we did, you're smoking something and you ought to go to jail. So we responded to that motion to dismiss, not just with a counter motion, but we filed our merits brief. In other words, we, we acted as though there were no motion to dismiss and we filed our brief on Owen's behalf, on your behalf, Owen. Um, the government then sought a three month extension of time to reply with its responsive brief. Yesterday, I don't know, about two, three o'clock, uh, this, the, the DC Circuit Court of Appeals came up with a basically one paragraph order ignoring the First Amendment issues altogether and said, yeah, it was within the limits of what the agreement called for. Therefore, it's waived. And so where we go from here is to the United States Supreme Court. We think that this is an issue of vital importance in a divided country, that the Justice Department has a pattern practice and now a habit of penalizing people for their speech, that they're politicizing dissent. And whatever you pled guilty to, okay, fine. You can be sentenced for that, but you can't be sentenced for protected activity. Because today they say that protected activity is an aggravating factor explaining the trespass. Tomorrow they'll detach the speech from an aggravating um, factor and they'll prosecute you for just saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. That's the direction the Justice Department is moving in and we want to stop it dead in its tracks. And I want to answer a couple of questions that I've seen people in the responses when I when I announced that you'd be coming on air with me today and they were asking about the appeal and the plea and everything else. And so when they talk about, oh, he he agreed not to appeal, but but you you kind of just responded to that. But it's even it's even worse than that. When we were going, folks, I've been on probation since January of 2020. Okay, and I, I can get into all the details of this. But I have passed with beyond flying colors to the extent where my pretrial service officers and probation officers actually suggested no jail time. And here locally in in the West Texas jurisdiction, they want to use my case for an example because I'm passing with flying colors. So it's like I couldn't be a better probation. I mean, community service, you name it. You list all drug tests, home visits, never missed a single thing. And so part of the agreement, though, was that, hey, they weren't going to incarcerate me. When we were going through all these negotiations, they were saying, we're not looking to incarcerate Schroyer. Let's just get through our proceedings. Give us the electronic data we requested. I did, even without a subpoena. Sit down for a proffer session. I did. Gave them everything they wanted. Answered all their questions. We get we went above and beyond to prove that we were operating in good faith. And then they ended up incarcerating me anyway and asking for 120 days. So this whole thing of, well, wait a second, in the negotiations, he said he wouldn't appeal. Well, you also said you wouldn't jail me. So, I mean, how does that play yeah. into this? Or is that just an argument for how disingenuous the government is? Well, the, the government is disingenuous. Certainly, they, they looked one way and then they pulled a bait and switch at the time of sentencing. Um, but I think the more fundamental issue, well, I mean, and, and so people may be wondering, wait a minute, January 2020, you were on probation, but January 6th didn't occur till 2021. People forget you had an issue with Jerry Nadler in an impeachment committee where you were accused in, um, of uh, disrupting the proceedings. Um, you applied for pretrial diversion, um, at which, which is a program that says if I complete the conditions of my diversionary program, I won't have a criminal record. This case will go away. It calls for 32, I believe, hours of community service. 
um, COVID struck. You had difficulty performing that service. You finally did some, submitted a form, and, and we got the hours wrong. It was 30 hours rather than 32. While we were correcting those hours, January 6th occurred, um, and then the government decided, oh, no, wait a minute now. All bets are off. We're investigating and for this other thing. Um, so we filed a motion to dismiss the underlying charge um, because it was brought in bad faith. You, we, when we submitted the corrected hours on community service, uh, they, they said, well, we, that doesn't count anymore. And so the government always changed the playing field depending on what suited it. And I think you were held hostage to Matt Graves' jihad. Matt Graves is the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia. He gave a press conference not long ago explaining that while 1,200 people have thus far been prosecuted for their activities on January 6th. There are hundreds more, as many as a thousand more to come. And hardly a week goes by where you don't read about yet another arrest. You know, I had a chilling experience in Washington, D.C. this morning. I was before Judge uh, United States District Court Judge Moss on behalf of an individual from Baltimore. Um, and once again, there was the government saying we need to make an example of him. He was chanting 1776. He didn't leave. And, you know, and I said, they to said the, that, and, and, Norm, and, they said 1776. Yeah. And then um, as though that's somehow against the law now. And then, you know, the judge, the government was saying this was a horrible day. It was a threat to our democracy. And I stood up and I said to the judge, you know, judge, there's another narrative that you're not hearing. Um, 74 million people voted for Donald Trump, and the president of the United States stood not more than a, than a mile from this courthouse and said to his followers that the election had been stolen. And I can't imagine a more fundamental threat to American institutions than an election stolen. A riot at the Capitol, yeah, that's problematic, but steal my election, you're taking the breath out of democracy. And I, you know, and the, nobody's said anything to the president, nobody's charged him with that. Um, and is it a crime to believe the commander in chief judge? Is it a crime to believe the leader of the free world? I know there were all these lawsuits that were thrown out, but my client's not a lawyer. He's a man who voted for and trusted the commander in chief. Are you saying it's a crime to believe our leaders? And the judge got visibly agitated. You're not helping your client. Well, maybe I was trying to help you judge to understand just what's going on in this country. Plenty of people feel disconnected from their institutions and as though the government is behaving fraudulently. Plenty of people have questions about the manner in which 2020 was rolled out with the pandemic and special rules to conduct an election in a special way. Um, the election, you know, I don't know if it was stolen or not, Owen. I may disappoint you in that. I'm not a close student of that game. But I know that every American has the right to figure that out for themselves. Every American has a right to express their opinions. And on January 6, 2020, 21, many Americans went to the Capitol to protest, and their hope wasn't to destroy democracy. It wasn't to piss in the shrine of liberty. Um, it was to stop the steal. And people had an expectation and belief that Mike Pence could send these ballots back to the states for the states to conduct their own investigation. Now, in hindsight, everybody says, oh, that's irresponsible. And, you know, we've got the RICO prosecution in Georgia with Fat Fanny Willis and her philandering uh, special counsel. Um, you know, we've got criminal charges against Trump for, for his, his activities in J6 and an appeal in the D.C. Circuit about whether that, that case can even go forward. I expect, Owen, that in the next two or three months, there will be hundreds more prosecutions. They can't get at Trump prior to the election, so they're going to strike just beneath him. I expect a series of high-profile prosecutions. Well, and we were afraid, and we addressed this multiple times, that 
my case was going to be precedent setting as far as charging a journalist was going to be concerned. Oh, there absolutely. Were, there were obviously a lot of others that, that suffered a similar fate to me. Um, but, but with my case being a journalist and even a magistrate judge, Faruqi was the first one to ask the Department of Justice, did you go through the proper legal protocols to charge a journalist? To which, of course, the DOJ just kind of fluffed it off and, and didn't think twice about it, uh, to, to surprise nobody. But that was our fear. And, but now that they're bringing up 1776 in other cases, I think it just proves beyond a reasonable doubt. They charge, they've charged two journalists and, and, and one has been sentenced to jail time since, since my case concluded. Two journalists. And now you're telling me that they're using 1776 as language to go after other individuals. Well, you know, that's not the only reason, but they use it as an aggravating factor. I mean, the judge, you know, the, the judge actually looked at me and stopped me and he says, you know, I, I, I fear that when people talk about steel, you know, that, that's just an excuse. They didn't like the results and, and they were trying, you know, to use violence to get their way. And, you know, and I mean, I, I just don't know that there may be some people who did that, but for many people, there is a sense that something has gone fundamentally wrong in the United States and the 2020 election proved it to them. Yeah, but no, um, oh, but see, but, see, but the, forget about logic and common sense because if somebody's using violence to get their way, when you ask them to stop, they just leave and go home. I mean, obviously, that's how that yeah. goes. There was no, you know, look, there was violence at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. You didn't participate in it. Um, you know, there was pushing and shoving and police shooting rubber bullets into people's heads and faces and people responding by throwing stuff at police officers and some people got hurt and there were a couple deaths. Um, but to suggest that this was the storming of the Bastille is just plain stupid. And when judges act as though this was the most significant event in American history since what, Pearl Harbor? I mean, this is what the judge said this morning. This is one of the darkest, darkest, darkest days in American history. We're going to need to teach our children and our grandchildren about it. Here's what, and I said to the judge, look, judge, when we had a civil war in this country that cost 600,000 American lives in the 19th century, within three years, almost every rebel had been repatriated. We're still prosecuting people three years after January 6th. So, you know, he went back into his chambers and he came out and he said, you know, what Lincoln, we had a peaceful transition of power. That's a sacred institution in this country. Even, you know, after, you know, during the civil war or toward the end of the civil war, when he was reelected, you know, he, he, he was, uh, he, he had a peaceful transition of power. And I was thinking in the back of my mind, yeah, then he got assassinated. I mean, violence is part of American life. When you mess with the will of the people, you're supposed to feel the heat. I mean, ask King George III. You know, you put too much of a tax on tea and stamps and papers, and people get wound up. Well, it's even indeed written into our Constitution. I don't want to get too constitutionally wonky here, but it's written into the Constitution that it's part of the American, it's part of your duty as an American to stand up when your government gets tyrannical and, and corrupted. But, and, and look, I don't want to beat the dead horse of double standard, but you can't help but mention the fact that I was there at Trump's inauguration in 2017. The Democrats had hundreds, if not thousands of protesters complaining that the election was stolen. They had, they were burning buildings, burning cars, smashing, grabbing, engaging in all kinds of violence, saying Trump stole the election with Russia. So, I mean, Stacey Abrams still claims that they uh, stole the election from her. John Kerry, uh, Al Gore. So I, I don't want to sit here and beat that drum the of the double standard. would respond. No, a prosecutor in this case would respond by saying in storming the Capitol, you cross, everybody crossed the line 
that can never be crossed again in American life. Well, I don't know if and, you, you know, want to get I, into the, I mean, potential federal involvement or entrapment on that, but I mean, I think that more evidence comes out every day that it looks like that might have been what happened that day. I, you know, I don't, I think a lot happened that day. I think there were thousands of different cases. In some pe- some cases, people may have been induced by federal agents. In some cases, people were way out of control. In some cases, people just went along with a crowd because it was a crowd scene. And, you know, people lose their, their sense of agency in a crowd and they react. Go to a ball game. That's what happens. Um, I, I think that what, what raises questions in my mind is what the House Democrats were doing in the January 6th committee when on the eve of the House going over to the Republicans, they encrypted a terabyte of data and sought to destroy it from their investigation so that no one else could review it. You know, you want to talk about transparency. You want to talk about truth. Don't bury your tracks by. Yeah, Norm, what is the normal response? What is the normal response in a courtroom to destruction of evidence? It's a big deal. There's an independent tort called spoliation. Um, but you can also get negative or adverse inferences drawn another uh, against another side. I mean, look, look what happened to Infowar and Alex Jones. You know, the Sandy Hook plaintiffs claimed that, that, that we withheld information they were entitled to, and a judge entered a default and hobbled Alex at the time of his trial such that he was saddled with a billion-and-a-half-dollar judgment. There is lawfare going on in the country, and it seems to swing in one direction and one direction only. Now, you know, I think people on the on the right have woken up some and they can see a lot of this for what it is. And I think the techniques that have been developed to try to silence you, to try to silence Alex, to try to silence dissent in this country are going to be used against others on the other side of the aisle in years to come. And we'll we will regret the prosecution of the January 6th defendants and the extent to which the, the government has bore down on them. It's an unseemly and un-American episode in American history. Yeah, and the next president, I mean, Vivek, I think, had the best rhetoric in service to this. But what if it's Trump, the next the next president, hopefully it will be Trump, will will do something to right this course and right this wrong that has been so bad. Now, I want to quickly address a question that's being asked me. And then, Norm, I want you to respond to that and then kind of make – um, the case of what we're going to bring to the Supreme Court with with your final comments here. But people say, well, why did you plead guilty? Why did you plead guilty? And folks, it's a strategic decision that I don't think I should have to explain too much into. Would I rather face a D.C. jury that hates my guts and a bunch of different charges in a courtroom weighed against me? Or did I want to go through the procedures and engage in what I thought was uh, fully trusted conversations with the prosecutors and the attorneys saying, hey, Here's what we'll do for you. Here's what you'll do for us. And we would both come to an agreement. Hey, you're not going to serve time in jail. You might do some probation, whatever. You've been on it. It's fine. But no jail time for you. Just help us with this, that, and the other thing. And then we'll make sure you don't go to jail. Well, they they misrepresented what they were going to do. They were disingenuous in that. So when I took the plea, it was, it was looking like that was going to be the best route. And it probably still was, all things considered. But that's why we took the plea. Because we thought we were having good faith negotiations with the government. Turns out that we weren't. So, Norm, I don't know if you want to make one final statement on that. But then talk about the case to the Supreme Court. So you, when, when we entered the plea, you know, the, the government first didn't get an indictment of Owen. They got what's called a criminal information. I recall them calling me. We, we've got it. We've got papers for his arrest and they wanted access to Owen's cell phone. My view is Owen's was always a, a means to an end. They were, they, they were desperately trying to prove larger connections between the White House and others and thought Owen's electronic information would give it to them. It, there's nothing there. Owen didn't participate, cooperate against the, the, 
uh, anybody with the federal government. He, he told them the truth, and that was they went to cover and they helped organize a protest. And it wasn't any more dramatic than that. And so the assumption and the understanding going through this was we would cooperate with the government and the government would cooperate with us, as opposed to going to trial, facing a potential conviction because Owen was on Capitol grounds when the law said he shouldn't have been. They could show that most likely. And if they did, he would certainly go to jail. And so we were seeking to avoid that. So they welched. They're not to be trusted. As far as going forward, there's a very significant case in the United States Supreme Court decided in June. It was called Counterman versus Colorado. And it has to do with what are called true threats. In other words, how do you threaten someone within the, and, and when is your speech protected? And the court said we have to be careful in our criminal laws not to chill free speech. So a true threat, you, there must be culpability in the mind of the defendant. He has to know that he is engaging in threatening conduct. It has, it's a so-called subjective standard. There has to be actual knowledge on the part of a person charged, because if we use an objective standard, what the reasonable person would think, we might be chilling free speech. And so this was in the context of true threats. The language encounterment is steeped in concern for chilling speech, especially in political contexts, which is the core um, of, the, of our First Amendment protections. You know, there's been a lot of debates over the years about what the First Amendment actually protects. There's been no debate that it protects political speech. So when we go to the United States Supreme Court, we're going to say, yeah, he, Mr. Schroyer, was yeah, uh, was sentenced within the guidelines range. But the court did something substantively unreasonable. The court did something that you, Supreme Court, should never tolerate. It enhanced a sentence for protected speech in direct violation of the very concerns just last term you recognized in the counterman case. Um, it's not against the law. You know, there have been cases in the United States Supreme Court um, where people have uh, threatened to shoot someone. Um, mere abstract calls for violence in some future date. That, that's not criminal incitement. Um, you know, there have been called people have said they, if, if I'm if if I'm drafted, LBJ will be the first person I'll suit. That conviction was overturned. That's a mere abstract call for violence at some future date. What's important in Owen's case, what's important for you and for every listener, is that the Supreme Court send a message. Advocate, advocacy is okay. Even incendiary advocacy is okay because we were born in revolt and we cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, 
we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth of an accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious, and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taking place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with. But it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around. This stuff's about to get Infowars.com forward slash show. The program that strikes fear into the heart of the elite. It's the war room. Here comes Owen Schroyer. You are witnessing live footage from the Alex Jones video game. That's right. We have an Alex Jones video game. Go to alexjonesgame.com to learn more about it or go purchase it on Steam. Probably one of the biggest online gaming sites in the world. Go purchase the Alex Jones game on, on Steam. We want to make it number one all time. Let's make Alex Jones New World Order Wars number one all time. And you can go to alexjonesgame.com for more information. And there's a link 
to Steam, available at alexjonesgame.com as well. It's the weekend coming up, so if uh, you're thinking about trying to get out of this nasty Biden-Democrat reality that they have us in and uh, killing some time and having some fun with a video game, go to alexjonesgame.com and uh, you will enjoy yourself, I promise you, especially if you're into kind of the 90s nostalgia video game types. Uh, they have encapsulated that into the play here. So alexjonesgame.com, and that's one way to support us. And, of course, infowarsstore.com as well. All right. I doubt uh, my attorney, Norm Pattis, who just joined us in the last segment, even knew that Biden had given this speech. But it's funny because here's here's Biden. Tell me if you buy this. Joe Biden wants to have a reconciliation all of a sudden. Tell me if you buy this in clip seven. At a moment of deep division in our nation, President Lincoln said, we are not enemies. He said, we are not enemies, but friends. We must not be enemies, he went on to say. I've long believed we have to look at each other, even in our most challenging times, not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. Scripture tells us. Scripture now. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I believe that's our collective calling today. Do you believe that from Joe Biden? He wants reconciliation and then calls Trump supporters bad people and sends the Justice Department to destroy their lives? Hmm. I'm not sure I'm buying that one. Not sure I'm buying that one. All right, we've got some news on the legal front here, though. James Biden to appear before House Oversight Committee in impeachment inquiry. Multiple Biden family members have denied involvement in Hunter's business dealings, most notably Joe himself. But the Republicans have seen the bank records and other evidence that makes them believe to the contrary, that in fact, multiple members of the Biden family have profited greatly off of Joe Biden's political spot in the United States of America. And so uh, we'll see what happens with that. Jim Jordan also would like a word with Fat Fanny Willis, House Judiciary Subpoenas DA Fanny Willis. And there's some good reasons for this. Trump Georgia prosecutor admits now, she admits it now, a romantic relationship with the Atlanta district attorney boss, the same one she's sending after Donald Trump. So they're schmoozing and boozing and everything else. And then, you know, having a cigarette, talking about how they're going to destroy Donald Trump, kind of like Peter Stroke, little Peter Stroke and Lisa Page. And and what's even crazier is, so they, they're trying to get their story straight so that it can be the least damaging as they're going into depositions and testimonies in the divorce trial. And so Technofog has some of these documents. Fulton County District Attorney and Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade admit to a personal relationship. It started in 2022, long before Trump's 2023 indictment. And so they're saying, well, see, it's proof that it wasn't about that. Well, no, you were conspiring when you were schmoozing is what it would mean to me. 
the travel paid by Wade because they're saying that, oh, was, was, was there another money operation going on between you two? Well, they're saying the travel paid by Wade was from personal funds, not the $700,000 he was paid by Fulton County. So that's how they try to whitewash this. But it's, it's the same thing where they do it with, with, with abortion and they say, well, well, we give this money to Planned Parenthood, but it's earmarked for everything but abortion. Well, it, it, you can't do that. You throw all the money into the pot. Well, they have more money for abortions. So you give, you give Nathan Wade almost a million dollars from, from Fulton County. Then guess what? He can afford to travel then, can he? Doesn't matter if it was from some other deal he made, but that's how they're trying to whitewash this. So it's more bad news. For the Democrats, Donald Trump's federal trial and election interference, interference postponed. It's supposed to be in March. Now it's been postponed again. Now, I'm, I'm a little privy to some stuff going on behind the scenes, but I'm I, I, I told I won't take it public. But what I will say is that all you need to know is that the Democrats' plan is to have all of this stuff wrapped up and, and, and Trump indicted or, or rather charged or even incarcerated before the election. And so every time there's a delay here, it hurts the Democrats' plan. Every time there's a delay, it hurts the Democrats' plan. That's their entire plan, ladies and gentlemen, is to have all of these cases concluded and, and as many charges or as much jail time as they can possibly get against Donald Trump ahead of the 2020 election. Excuse me, 2024 election. That's their plan. That's their plan. So every time there's a delay, it hurts their plan. Julie Kelly covering it all. Fannie Willis caught taking booty calls at the office and laundering tax money through her lover. Alvin Bragg lets off bird flipping illegals who attack police. Jack Smith can't get either trial underway and probably got a tongue lashing from Judge Cannon this week. Thank God it's Friday, says Julie Kelly. Here's Vivek Ramaswamy responding to these developments in clip 21. So Fannie Willis, the prosecutor in the Fulton County case against Donald Trump, now just admitted to having an inappropriate sexual affair with the lead attorney who she appointed to actually prosecute this case. A few funny things about this. First of all, you got to love the fact that this admission came on, of course, a Friday afternoon before a weekend. No better way for somebody to know that they're trying to bury the news than to just drop it quietly on a Friday afternoon. Second thing, and I just got to observe this, is that no doubt that if Fannie Willis were the man and the other appointed attorney were the woman, there would be a far greater specter of concern here than somehow if it's the woman that's actually on top in the hierarchy. But put that one to one side. The funniest thing about this is that her alleged defense or the reason why this shouldn't affect the trial is that the relationship only began after she had actually made the appointment for the prosecution. Now, if you think about this, that's actually backwards. I mean, it's bad either yeah. way. But <laughs> the reality is, suppose the relationship did begin after they this prosecution had done. already begun and the appointment to the case had begun. That creates more of an appearance of applying pressure using personal dimensions to achieve a particular goal. So I don't know why that specific sanctimonious statement that she issued today saying that it only began afterwards is at all relevant to actually whether or not this prosecution is being fairly and procedurally correctly handled and carried out. 
And if you imagine if this were a Democrat president defendant with a Republican prosecutor who had an inappropriate affair, say it was a man with a subordinate Oh, they'd be woman, burning buildings. Putting pressure in the middle of a case, using a personal sexual relationship to do it, there's no doubt that everybody would have this tossed out on those merits. Oh, they'd be burning buildings. Well, you know buildings. what? If we really have one standard of the rule of law, the same rules should apply the other way as well. But we so anyway, don't. just some obvious things to say, but that seem complicated. All right, so Vivek Ramaswamy. But see, it's nice to be a Democrat. You're above the law, and, and you get protected. Here's more. It's always Paul Pelosi Jr., Nancy Pelosi's son, dodges federal charges for the seventh time after being linked to money laundering and mail fraud scheme involving a San Francisco flop house. Must be nice to be a Democrat. So, so every time they say, no one's above the law, no one's above the law. No, Democrats are above the law. If your name is Pelosi or Biden, you're definitely above the law. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. Last year, we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next-level information.